With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Can you see the difference you're making in the world? Clean Choice Energy makes it easy for you to see the impact you have by switching to clean electricity. With our advanced clean energy impact statements, you see more than just your monthly usage. You see the true environmental benefits your choice has. One year of clean electricity is on average the same as avoiding about 5,000 pounds of coal being burned. Visit cleanchoice.com slash podcast to see the difference. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. I hope everyone's having a good weekend. Welcome to Soap Party 411. I have with me Tia and Kim. Hey, ladies. Hello. Um, hope everybody's weekend's going okay. I actually thought it was Father's Day, but I guess that's next weekend. Um, so we're going to do what we normally do. We're going to we're going to uh, recap or somewhat recap, I guess. We're just hitting bullet points this week, and of the four shows, we are starting with um, days today, and then I think bold that we'll see. Um, let me throw out the numbers for anyone who wants to call and join us on the phone lines as well as chat and oil chat. Um, from the U.S., you want to dial 605, what was it, 562-044-4. Mm-hmm. Second number is 717-734-6904. From Canada, it's 867-292-3066. You want to make sure you're using the number of the country that you're residing in or you get a big bill. And also, if you use a cell phone, just pay attention up front in case it gives you any prompts that it's not included in your rate plan because um, we don't want to have anybody have any um, issues. But if you're able to call, we obviously welcome opinions. We um, we tend to recap all the shows and then discuss them. So I'm just going to – I have no news, notes, and history. I hope everybody's doing okay. I know those fires were coming down from Canada. New York was bad there for a while. Um, I think it's finally brightening up over here. But I have no news, notes, and history unless you do, Tia. You can just go on ahead and jump right into days. No news, notes, and history for me. So I'm just going to jump on the days, which should be a pretty quick week. Dan Don Chloe, they kiss, he gets snapped, but then she realized she feel bad that she has these feelings for him. That's irrelevant. Kim, do you still like Xander and Chloe? I do. I still like these two. Yeah. I I don't know what's going to happen once he finds out about Sarah, but for now I'm enjoying something different with Xander and Chloe. So I'm glad they're taking it slow, though. So I want them to keep this pace up. So I like them. For me, I'm opposite. I'm, I jumped off them pretty quickly because I think they're actually going too fast. I, I, I'm like... Uh, I think for Chloe character in general, they are making her go a little too fast. You went from Brady to Stefan to Brady to to Xander. It looked like in a span of six months. This all seemed a little fast for me for her to be admitting. I I regret that I have feelings. I'm like, already didn't you just start? So I, I think I needed a few more weeks for this to happen because it, it doesn't look good to me for her character to be jumping around this, this urgently like this. So for me, I like the chemistry, and I probably like it better than I like, like Xander with – 
there, everyone definitely Gwen, but I think they went on it a little too fast for me to kind of be a little invested. I know you haven't caught up yet, Carrie, but I will be interested to know how you feel when you finally watch this. Yeah, I don't mind their friendship, but we'll see what happens with the romance. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's go to... I think I we have Daphne on, too, I think. Daphne, you on? Yeah, it's me. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Hi. Hi. Good, how are you? You haven't watched um, this week, right, Yeah, I've watched with my finger on the fast forward button, but um, Xander and Chloe, I don't know. Up until last week, I was okay with Xander and Chloe because I felt like it was a friendship. It could be something, but now, because see, I, I don't know what it is about when they when Sarah Sarah came this was Sarah this week last week whatever mm-hmm. week I feel like that's just not going to be if this is not going to be good so because we know what the sort of quote unquote end game is most likely going to be so I'm like I just can't get invested in this next let me let's just leave them friends BFFs don't go there I would say this I do agree I think knowing the end games destroying these these potential ones but I will say in saying that. Xander is the character they could do a fresh start with because we actually don't know what Xander would do if he's faced with two people because he's never done it. Like, even with Gwen, the decision was made for him when he realized that she was the reason that Sarah was hostage. Like, what the heck he was going to say for Gwen for? But I think it would be interesting. That's the only thing I would say about this, who he would straight up pick with no manipulation, no deceiving. He actually truly, if he truly fell for Chloe, would he be like, you know what, I think I'm going to stay with Chloe or is he going to be like, I'm going to be back with Sarah? Because when you look at Chloe, he actually did do some bad stuff to her. That was one of the reasons, like, she was held hostage and he did nothing. So, like, this person is really accepting your bad. So do you want to go back to Sarah, who's going to judge you 24-7? So it would be interesting to see what he does, especially with a baby involved. So I'm interested in that. Um, okay. EJ is revealed to be be the baby daddies for Nicole's child. EJ is so happy. Nicole looked like she wanted to die a little bit inside. Salone is happy as she embraces every cool look, torn as to whether to be happy or sad, but at least he knows the truth. And, of course, unshockingly to everyone, we see a flashback of her saying she can't lose Eric, so she does the swab on her mouth. That I don't, I don't think no one George was on the ground there. I think everyone who has common sense knew that was going to be the case. Uh, so... I'm going to go to you, Kim. I know you do want this to be Erica, baby. I think you probably still think so. So let's be clear. We still technically, it could be EJ Shell. We just don't know because Sloan made it impossible since EJ didn't get married. Right. So how do you right. how do you feel right. about this? Do you truly believe ultimately it's still going to shockingly be EJ's or you think it's definitely Eric? Um, I really think that they, I, I really think they did this so they didn't want everyone to say, oh, yeah, you know, obviously it's going to be Eric, blah, blah, blah. But I really think that it could be potential. It really could be Eric. I really, really do that. And I think that's why they're not dragging it out, but they're dragging it out. Like they're making, of course, Sloan's in the picture. So of course she doesn't want EJ, I mean, um, Eric to be the father because she'll lose him hands down. That's loving his life or whatever with Nicole. So it's like, they've been through so much. So of course we're going to do that. So, you know, this may play all the way out. Hopefully, you know, Nicole with her history of, of not being able to carry, you know, the term or whatnot. Hopefully she doesn't lose it. But, you know, at this point, I think they're going to just continue to let us see that, it, you know, believe it is Egypt. And it could possibly, be, though, but, again, we would never know until they do find out that 
I don't know, maybe, then I kind of think it's a little twist because they did go, her and EJ did go see um, Kayla to see if there's any tests there, you know, he wants to find his treatment, et cetera, et cetera, so she can, you know, carry the baby to term. So I'm wondering if something's going to happen where she's going to need some kind of, I don't know, some kind of uh, blood match or, or, or so, something, something's going to happen to where they're really going to have to test someone and EJ may get the test after all. Um, and they're like, well, you have no trace of nothing. So I'm thinking that may happen, but so it is a possibility, but I really still think it's, it's Eric's. I really do. Um, Daphne, I know this is a storyline you don't care for as well. So what, how do you feel about this? You think it's going to still be Eric's baby and this is just, you know, predictable? You 100% right. I really don't care who the baby daddy is. This could be the milkman's baby. It could be the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. It probably would be better. I probably would be better interested in looking at this scene if it was the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, he was the daddy, because this to me makes no sense. I still, okay, you guys know that I will cut for Ron in a heartbeat. But I'm, I got to say, I just can't believe, I still got issues with this fear. You, I still got issues with this whole Jada and the abortion thing what was the use of having jada pregnant and jada getting an abortion if you're not gonna and then maybe this is gonna come up next week because we find out that sloan tells her um about this to see if i'm some data i'm gonna want to go over there and pop and pop pregnant yeah i said it i'm gonna want to pop nicole in her mouth and i want to weave her the same words that she read to me and say you unmarried you're a single parent do you trust ej you know and all of this stuff with you know your whole line of even though i know people are going to say my body my decision but I just had an issue with Nicole running herself over there trying to tell Jada, you know, you're going to be a single parent. It's going to be hard. Look at me and Holly. And I wonder, see, this is where I needed for somebody to say, Holly who? Holly don't even live with you. Holly over there with Maggie and him. Holly living her best life. Um, Holly's grandma is a karaoke and they filthy, stinking rich. So I just sort of, I, I'm, I'm not feeling this. I, I don't care about this because we know in game it's, you know, it's, we know the Eric and Nicole is quote unquote supposedly in game. I, I, I'm loving Sloan because we don't have Sammy in the mix of this. I'm loving Sloan with her shenanigans. I'm loving the fact that we still don't know who the baby daddy is. But to me, this should have been Gabby Lee and Stefan. If you're going to give somebody a quote-unquote miracle baby, that would have been the plot line. And I know people are saying, well, Camilla, she's gone. She's leaving. Well, she got, what, about five, six more months before before she leaves. And that storyline could have played out. So I, I'm just, yeah, next. Okay, let's go right next to another character who's, you know, been suffering. Miss Wendy Shin. Jesus Christ. Okay, so we got Johnny, Wendy, Tripp, Chanel, this square that I think a lot of us do not care about. Pretty much Johnny has been with Chanel all day as he's been panicking about where my mom at. So he's been with her all day, has to call Wendy because his phone has died. Wendy is with Tripp, and then, you know, she's like, why didn't he call me? Like, she cares and she cares about all the attention. So pretty much her and Tripp get smooshy. He comes back later and tells her what happened. And again, she's in the same triangle with the two guys facing on her. And I'm going to say this. For me, I have a big issue with this storyline because no one could tell me if this was Johnny doing the same thing, we would be dragging him every week. Like, this is a trash, but not us on Soap Party because I think all of us actually see Wendy for the trash she is. But in the outside world, Johnny would be getting slim. They'd be like, he's a dog. That's sad how he's playing with these two women hearts. 
I don't get how when Wendy is doing it, it's, oh, she's independent, she's young, she has time to choose. So I, I, I'm okay with that because I'm, I'm going to say that. I actually agree she's doing the truth. She's not married. She's not committed. She didn't say, I'm with one of you guys officially. I just wanted to hold the same standard for the dudes. That, that's all I want to do. When we see this men doing that, he's like, well, I didn't make a commitment. Then we should be like, you know what? That is true. But it, it is what it is. Same thing with Alex. Well, I don't see him because he don't make commitment to these people. So I'm not going to see him the guys if we're not going to see him the girls. Because to me, she's been doing this too long. It's been hot. It feels like we've been, we are month four of her not knowing who to pick, Trip or, Trip or Johnny. And, okay, let's say she don't want to be with Johnny, which I really truly doubt. Trip wants to be with you. How long has he, has he been trying to get with you since Beyonce? Salem? Is this over a year now? Like, how much attention do you need at this point? So, Wendy, no, uh, you, you could go sit down. Joey, thank goodness you found a girlfriend in your state and you do not need to deal with this foolishness. Who wants to talk about this one first? All I'm going to say is I concur. The, uh, the quote, optics and the narrative, like you said, not from us, would be so much different if it was reversed. Oh, boy. Yes, it would be. Yeah, I agree. This is. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, this is just, it's insane. Whitney is just trash. This is just, this is all just ridiculous. It really is. And I see what they're trying to do with Trip, trying to, you know, cooling him on up, like, you know, just trying to be all cool and chill or whatever. This and the other, have all this boosted confidence and all that stuff like that. But, I mean, it's just, it's just, I think it's ridiculous. I really, really do. And so, I'm just so not here for it. I don't even want Johnny in a running good job. You know, I don't want Johnny back with Chanel. And she can just, at this point, she, she can just have trip because this whole game she's playing, I'm, I'm, so, I'm just over it. I really am. So, next. Nah. <laughs> You're right. And I think it has a little bit to do with the fact that she's never gotten this because I think she had a conversation with Trip. She's like, man, I'm not used to all these people doing this. So it could be a thing. Yep, you never had it. And that, how you right. have it, you don't, you don't know how to act. You so don't that's know the what to do. Exactly. Yeah. That's like the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. I would give her. I guess that's the only thing I would say is that mm-hmm. when you get this attention that you've never gotten before, it's like, oh, my goodness, right. I could get all these men. Everyone True. is after me. Wow, this is a new right. world. Hey, I got to go with right. Hey, you know, I'm not used to not being in Right, I got to ride it till the wheels fall off. <laughs> so, so I could, I would defend her in that. When you don't got it, then all of a sudden everyone turning on you. That's, that's a turning towards you. That's have to be a different feeling of drilling. And so you go ahead, Wendy. Right. If you feel like that, you should just become a straight-up player. Go meet Alex.
Cal Graham, that was a fake alias, and now he's Dimitri. Love him right now on this show. So pretty much, Megan said, you got to marry somebody to inherit your fortune. And then he's like, I don't really want to do this. I really Don't you want your son to fall in love with somebody? Like, I, I don't really want to do all this foolishness. She's like, you need to do this. And then he said, okay, he, he had to think about it. And they said, then he seen Gwen. Gwen came in there. So clearly we know that's the person he's going to be, Marion and Tom, obviously. But he read the rules of stipulations. He has to stay married for at least a year. It has to be um, real. And if it's proven fake, he will lose all the fortune. Um. Okay. I like the storyline. I don't like that it's Gwen. Well, how many how many parents we have to try to fit Gwen into? I'm just I'm I'm just so I'm, to be quite honest, this is gross. But I thought he had more chemistry with Kristen than he did with the little scene with Gwen. Probably I'm gonna change my mind when he when probably when they start sharing scenes. Finally, like oh okay, I'm feeling it. But I'm just I'm just not. I'm sorry, but I like Dimitri. Like I really loved him this past week. I just like oh the way he was. And, also, him to be so judgmental, he was like, um, you want me to date her with her past? I said, why are you just about to kill some people? Just so now you want a good girl? No, <laughs> right. Said, what the hell is this? You want a good girl now? <laughs> He's like, I don't want to date somebody like this. So wait, you going to hold this lady to the stand if you don't hold yourself to? Are you serious? Uh, okay. And I think, I think even Megan said, well, look at us for what us two have done. I said, thank you, Megan. Yeah, y'all some lousy, sorry people. Are you kidding me? I said, okay, you, you have a blessed day, Dimitri. I, I like you, but I cannot believe you're going to judge that Gwen Pass, which you currently have a current present going on right now. But, okay. I guess he, he just want a good girl. You know, you know the bad one. Like, look a bit. He needed a good girl. We need some good, you know, people got Jack. He needed a good girl. So, you know, I guess they want the bad ones, want the good ones. So, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, it's, yeah. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what's your take on this, uh, Kim? I agree. I, I just, I, I don't even... I don't. I don't even know. I if I even like this. Where, where Megan's taking all of this and this whole storyline issue with wanting him to hurry up and just just woo Gwen and marry her, and she just wants to hold the marriage Harris. I just. I don't even know. She's just trying to marry him off to anyone, you know. I just and I mm-hmm. and then with Gwen, I don't. I don't see it. Like and maybe I don't see it because they haven't shared enough things and they haven't gone on their own mm-hmm. date or whatever. You know, and then plus Dimitri, he it seems like he just loathes her, like just just the, the, <laughs> the air that she breathes, he hates her. So I'm like, uh, this is just how is this even gonna she's work? too bad, yeah, for such a good man right, like him. Yeah. yeah, right. I just you know, and then he literally wants the phrase opposite the track. He doesn't want anyone that's just like him. So this is just gonna be something I'm gonna have to warm up to. But for now, it's a definitely cold as ice with them. But Dimitri, he, he's He's cool. I want to see what more he has to bring to the table. But with this whole Gwen thing, I have got to see more. Um, I don't want to sound like one of the fangirls, but he has his look going on for him. So that's, he's on the right track here. So we good. Yep. We look, he's doing good. And one of my other actors, I don't want to, I'm not going to say name, but Carrie, know who I'm, I'm going to go here. I was vouching for this person. I was vouching for this person to be with somebody. And then I see the full actor and I said, my God. You know, I'm not going to say who this person was. Right. But I, was I think I it was rhymes with the first two letters of your name. <laughs> I'm, not, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not going to say this. I'm just saying, I think this guy here, Peter Pork, you know, he actually doing a good job. And I watched him on another show before this. So I, I'm here for it. He could do, he could be on the good side and the bad side. He was on the fake good side of Beyonce for like the first five episodes before he revealed himself. So I just love the character in general. So, uh, Daphne, your take on it if you watch this? This is the best 
of days right now. This is what's keeping me going, okay, at some point, at least by 7.50, was it 7.29, I've got to at least have fast-forwarded through all the episodes. I am, first of all, let me just say, I am loving the DeMiro, the DeMiro women. I'm, a lo- I'm, I'm like, okay, I love this quote-unquote partnership between Megan and Kristen because she's telling Kristen, Kristen, you keep after the little shenanigans. Even though Megan's plot line is not, you know, we, we know what's going to happen. I'm loving this. By the way, Ken Corday, you need to get um, Megan, you need to get that actress on a two-year contract, and you need to get her stat. Because I'm loving how she's playing the female version of Stefano. And I'm loving it. I'm loving this dynamic between him, between Dimitri yep. and his mama. And by the way, for the people who didn't watch the Beyond Salem, the Von Leshners are related. That's the Alamanes. And we you know we got um you know we got Vivian is going to be popping up pretty soon as played by Louise Sorrell. So if also let me just say this. When I say it's played by Louise Sorrell, I am not going to knock or call, say anything bad about the two previous versions. They were good in their own right. But I'm just saying this is could c- connect. We keep saying that we need we need more stuff to come through. We need a little bit more days. This could be where you could come in. I won't have an issue if you retcon and all of a sudden Lawrence is still alive and pulling strings. Um, bring back Nicholas. Cause that could be that could be something that could end. Um, because everybody knows that he had that May December romance with Kate. That could be an issue with um Kate and Roman. So I am just love getting back to Dimitri. I am loving Dimitri. I'm loving this thing. He is so snobby. He is entitled, but it's a fun way. It's like well, I don't, she, she all the shenanigans that he done pulled, and he's looking to turn his nose down at Gwen. I, I think it's hilarious. One of, to me, the best quotes was he's when when Megan is telling him, "Look, I've sacrificed all this stuff for you." What do you? And then he said, "What do you mean it's our money?" She was like, "I've sacrificed for you. This is your opportunity to pay me back." And then he's like, and she was, and he's like, "Well, how should I pay you back?" And you know, and, she, and then he looks at her and tells her, "You know, that's why I love you. You never sacrifice your own dignity." And I was like, "Yeah." No. <laughs> Not a wife. She don't sacrifice her own. Yeah. So this is the, the part that I am just loving about Dave. I mean, Ron could have just, and it would not have been Ron's fault because by the time Ron got there, the only the, the mirror that was left on canvas was Milk Toast Chad, and if memory serves mm. me correct, Andre. But I don't. I it was Andre. Um, and you know, so I'm loving the fact that he took a look. He took a look at this, and now we got this whole plethora of the mirrors. And I'm loving the snide comments. I mean, Kristen is like, "Oh Lord, another unknown mm-hmm. heir," and it's, it's just, it's just the little bits and pieces. You know, was it last week? Week mm-hmm. before last? You know, Gabby said Gabby is pulling a tear. This ain't even the um, when when Megan. Mm-hmm. Was, came in. This ain't even um in the top ten of, of back from the dead. <laughs> you know, right, she did. You know, you know, it's just the little it's just the little snide 
comments that everybody's making. Demetrius is like, wait a minute, this house is full of people. And, and Megan is like, you know what, we're just going to leave, leave this demure money alone because it's got to be divided between too many people. We're going to go over here and go after this one lesson of money because ain't nobody over there after that. It's it's just that you got Kristen sneaking around, eavesdrop. It's just I'm loving this. The rest of the show is mm-hmm, but this is something – what I keep saying is you just give me one thing that can make me come back to a show that can keep me watching or keep me interested. I will watch the, the whole hum stuff, but I'm loving the Demiris. Now, I just need you to figure out a way how to somehow incorporate Chad into all of this, but um, that's the that's topic for another for another day. Completely right how relevant he is. Um, uh, okay, but I agree with you. This is my – actually – Adding Dimitri into it was I didn't care for Megan and Kristen all that much, mm-hmm. but I think I like the, the, the dynamic between mother and son because it's like you're right because they both call each other out on that. They like, mom, you just smoking some stuff. It's like you, it's just, they have a good chemistry as mother and son, so I really like that this far. Um, okay, the last story we got Colin and Talia because you know he kidnapped the poor child or came in her room. However, this happened, I must have zoned it out. Um, told her that he missed her, you know, doing his gaslighting business. But, of course, Jada himself found him, and he had the gun to her head, shows how much he loved her. So he had the gun to her, and they pretty much take Colin out. But he's still alive. Don't worry, guys. But now they think that Colin may be responsible for taking A, but don't worry that it's Nurse Whitley who looks like Pauline to everyone, because I guess they both uh the same color skin or something like that and have the same hair as well. So she took him. She had an obsession with the fake cat, some think is allergic, allergic or something like that. She tells Abe not to watch the TV because she don't want him to see himself, but um, not to watch the TV or answer the door because the person who took him out can still be out there. So he doesn't answer when Rafe is knocking on the door. But he does look at the TV and look at this old flashback. I don't remember. I wasn't around at this time. And he sees himself that he used to be the mayor. So he, I'm hoping that he knows this nurse Whitley. It's a crazy nut at this point. And they figured out that Colin is not possibly responsible for all of this. Um, I'm going to need an explanation on Nurse Whitley. Any chance she's working with Colin? Because I don't really understand why. Because to me, if you're going to dress like Paulina and then take her place, wouldn't you have to know who Paulina was prior to this? So I don't quite – I'm a little confused here. I, I'm going to need an explanation as to who she is very soon, to be quite honest. So I'm not really – I don't really care for the character at all. I don't even find it funny. I'm just like – Probably I lost my sense of humor. I just don't care for the story all that much. But anyone else on this one? Um, I like the storyline. Okay. I do. I think it's really interesting. Wait, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Daphne. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. So you go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I I like the storyline. It's really interesting. Um, I kind of feel like. So, okay, so I kind of feel like she, she, I know she did an interview. She did an interview, and she said something mm-hmm. about her character. She knew that um, she was someone who was going to play someone who had experienced some loss and had, like, a psychological break of some kind, you know, going to act that out, you know, in every kind of particular way. So when I read that, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so maybe she did it. Maybe she lost her husband or something you know, years ago, or recently, something, I don't know, something, and maybe it was something tragic, I don't know, maybe she went through something, and now, maybe Abe is just kind of, I know, he he, he seems really nice, sweet, and then there's the fact that he thought that she was his wife, that probably triggered her, like, oh, 
you know, mm-hmm. how I missed that or something. So that's where I'm kind of thinking, but I kind of, cause I was like, at first I thought, well, is he some kind of relationship to Colin? Does he, does she, did, was she the nanny or something? Like, I didn't get, like, I didn't know if what, what was going on with that too. Like what, what kind of pact do they have made? But it, the more my wife was like, I don't think Colin really does know who Nurse Whitley is. But so I was like, I, so when I read that in her interview she did, I was like, okay, maybe that has something to do with it. But either way, I'm really interested. Even before I read that article, I just been really interested in it because it's it's just, I just really like seeing Abe in this storyline, you know, and Pauline mm-hmm. in this whole storyline too. I'm glad Colin is finally arrested. That was crazy. I'm glad Paulia kind of slipped that bag and was like, help me, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But that was, I really loved all of this, all this action. And, and I'm just glad that he's finally in cuffs. And hopefully Sloan doesn't do anything to kind of get him, cut him a break or whatever, a deal or whatever. But this is this is some really good stuff. I'm, well, I want to find out more, especially now that he's seen himself. And it's funny, they had Marlena and Kayla play on his body and soul. So I was like, oh, go figure that. It's hilarious. But they had her play on there. And of course, lo and behold, Nurse Whitley didn't think to say, okay, well, I'm going to cut the, because she, I think she pulled the cables from the table so he couldn't see the TV. So she got through all these 38 years of taste or whatever for body and soul. She didn't think, hmm, maybe they're going to have some commercials. He is the mayor. So of course, you're going to have interruptions. But that was just interesting that he was like, wait, that's me, you know, so I am the mayor. So he definitely started putting two and two together. He was dreaming about, you know, Paulina. So he, he, he I wonder how, when it's going to take, you know, or what's, what's it going to take him to say, snap, okay, you know what? I know everything. And who is this woman? So I'm actually loving this story a lot. It's interesting to me. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Daphne? Okay, so this is kind of another storyline that I'm kind of interested in. First of all, Kim Cole's woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. And for those mm-hmm. of y'all know, that, that's hard to yeah. <laughs> Claire, all, um, living single, you know, one of my favorite shows from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, me too. So, yep. so, but see, I, I get the premise of Nurse Whitley. Nurse Whitley, I think, starts off as a tongue-in-cheek about, you know, how, you know, publications sometimes think we all people of color look alike. Um, and, you know, confusing, you know, Jack A with the actress Whitley. Um, and, you know, the name, the haircut, you know, everything. I'm loving the fact that she's not. Okay, so all I can say is my girl can do some drama because even though this is sort of comical, it's not comical. It's comical, but it's, what is it, drama day, I want to say, is what it is. So I'm loving all of that. And let me just say the girl has got the whoever was writing the dialogue for this has got the best comebacks. Race, well, you know, I left a message on your voicemail yesterday, but you didn't get back to me. And she looked, paused with a little straight face, said, oh, yeah, well, you know, my phone got turned off because I can't pay my bill. I was hollering and laughing. So it's not like that Rafe can say, oh, I'm suspicious of that because, um, hey, she just told you my phone turned off because I can't pay my bill. Um, you know, and the, 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 the way she was answering the questions, I, I you could she was answering the questions. I was like, okay, this is good. This is good. You know, Abe, bless his heart. Abe with that bandage around his head has me laughing. 
and the, the thing with Pauline in the hospital, and of course, we cannot not mention body and soul with um, Deidre and Mary Beth and those wigs and those poses and they pose and then they just, they just do that, that, that what we call how soaps, you know, they exaggerated how soaps used to be, you know, early back in the day, you know, with that, with the music. I'm, I, I'm really liking this. I'm not all that curious about it's connected to Colin and, you know, and all of this, but I, I want to see where this is goes. Tia, you're right. I now and Kim, you're right. I now need to see is Nurse Whitley one of these cuckoo patients? Is this is this misery? If anybody who's watched this, you know, the movie Misery mm-hmm. or Baby Misery, is this quote unquote misery? I would not kind of have a problem with that a little bit. Um, I won't have a problem with it if it's done right. But I kind of want to see more of this, but see, the thing is, you're not giving me Kim Coles as Nurse Whitley five days a week. I'm getting it in little bits and pieces, and I think that's enough to get you, to get you excited, right. but you're not being, mm-hmm. it's not like all of a sudden, we're not seeing anybody else, because this is all playing on my screen five days a week now. So, mm-hmm. I want to see where this is going to go. I'm hoping that next week I'll be, I'm still going, yay, this is good. You know, race is still a dummy, um, but it's good. I'm, I, I want to see where it's going to go. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Any more comments before we head over to Bold? Oh. All righty, you got it, uh, Carrie. If Carrie is on still. Oh, here I am. I thought I unmuted myself. Can you hear me now? Yes. Action-packed week in bold. Not. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest <laughs> thing that happened this week is the Braille of Friendship is D-E-A-D, and by week's end, um, they, well, they're prepping for the Rome trip for this fashion show, and Liam doesn't want the head, de- head designer to go. And by week's end, Hope is sitting in her office all by herself having a fantasy of her lead designer. <sighs> um, I'm going to need Mr. Bell to move Taylor on and stop writing her so friggin' pathetic because after mm-hmm. after the wedding six months ago, four months ago, whatever, when you found out that he was only with you because there were some shenanigans, you're still trying to get him back. I am not surprised that she's trying to do this because neither of those broads convinced me that they didn't want him, but I just need Bradley Bell to stop writing Taylor so pathetic, and let's move her on. Put Bridge back together. Stop making everybody roadkill in the process. It's unnecessary. You want them together, put them together and move on. But the silver lining is that ridiculous friendship is over. So I guess we'll take it in peace. Uh, do you have anything on the, the Braille friendship dying and, the, and Brooke and Taylor and Bridge and... Uh, I don't care that it's over, but I'm just upset with all the dialogue that's happened. I agree, Taylor's a piece of trash, but Brooke is too. I had an issue with this conversation that when Ridge came in, Brooke still cried and played the whole victim. Like, look at what she's trying to do. She tried to do this, this, and this. And this is where I was pissed off. Okay, I can understand Ridge not airing her out in front of Taylor because he don't want to disrespect any of these women. But when he was alone, I needed him to say, um, 
Um, do you remember what happened uh, the two times we were together? Like, Taylor literally asked me, like, uh, uh, like yesterday, did something happen between us? I don't get how Ridge is not saying, don't you think this is a little hypocritical here, Brooke? My issue is she's acting like she did not want thing to break this pact. You had the lingerie on, and if the hope did not go in that door when she did, y'all would have been sleeping together in that living room. So I don't get why she was a whole mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe she did this to me. This is too much. You broke our friendship. You always wanted him. <laughs> and one second later, you over there flirting for Fariz. Like, so what are we going to do to get back together? Are you serious? Like, so you didn't bash Taylor out and not five seconds later, you back to your own way? So I just couldn't. I just, I just could not see. Although I, I think Taylor is trash for what she did, even going back to Holland, I just think it's ridiculous that we are not, Brooke is not able to get dogged out at all when she broke literally this pack first. So I'm having an issue with that. And the mistletoe kiss was literally one week after they made the pack. So I'm not understanding how, I, I understand that Taylor don't know, but it's just issue. It's just issue for me at this point that's that we good, she good, can't get dogged out. That's a good point. She had the nerve, like you said, they don't, Taylor don't know it, but she knows it, that she was less than honest with her new BFF. And she had the nerve to be indignant and act and play the victim. It's like, oh, no, sit down. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I couldn't understand that Taylor don't know, but I would have I loved that to be a scene where Riz say, don't you think we need to calm down because look at what, what happened a few weeks ago? Because you literally asked Riz to keep it a secret. If it was so innocent, you wouldn't ask him to keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. So that was the moment I needed Riz to pull it on the side and say, but look at what happened a few weeks ago before Hope jumped in, which when you had on a large array. I mean, like, what's going on here? Like, that was that whole scene was ridiculous. So I said, Brooke, I'm on your side, but not when you acting and crying like the whole victim do the whole thing, like you did and, nothing to mess this up. And and oddly enough, I'm not one. I don't I don't even have an issue that he that she invited him to stay in the house. Hey, they married, they shared the home. But she again another opportunity that she was less than forthright with her friend. Mhm. You sure right. So yeah, I had an issue with that, but that's all I have to say about this story. I'm I'm happy they friendship is over. I don't care for any couple at this point. So good job. If that was good, it didn't make me not care about Bridge or Tridge. Y'all did a good job in accomplishing that, writers. So oh, also, thank you for wasting our time for six months. All you told me is that this friendship was literally a waste of time. None of the three parties got a true love interest, and none of the three parties moved on. So this was a waste of time, and it seemed like right. I only did the storyline to get for in case of vacation. Yep. That was the only time. So this friendship was a waste of the fans' time. Waste. And, and, and here's the thing, and believe it or not, I'm, again, I'm okay with that because he left. But, but my issue is how you – I don't even care – I don't even feel like the six months was – for me, I, I don't feel like it's wasted. But how he lands the plane six months later and still has Taylor looking a fool. Even, and, and Brooke being – like, and Brooke's talking ridiculous. That's my issue. If Taylor – I just need this to be the last straw and Taylor needs to move on. Put Brooke and Rich back together and stop killing – stop running people over in the process. Hey, Jay. Hello. Hey, we're talking – I'm going to go to Kim next, but we're talking about Bold and the Beautiful and the death of the, 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 the friendship that never was. Um – Kim, go ahead. What are, what are your thoughts on Brooke Ridge, uh, this whole mess, Kayla? Um, I agree. I agree with you all about this. This is this is just the worst. It's, it's insane. It's ridiculous. And I'm tired. I'm I'm glad the friendship is over. Okay, whatever. But the thing is, and I, is I keep going back to this. But I would like to see Taylor and Deacon. I just really would. I think that would be really cool, be interesting. They have some kind of chemistry there. They, you know, I, I just, I would have liked to see that. But then the fact that they all, they broke this whole friendship up over Ridge, 
was just ridiculous because, oh, you, you cheated, you did this, you, you did this, or you did that, or you, you know, you didn't, you weren't honest, you did that, or they're thinking, you know, of course, of course, Brooke did that. But at the same time, I'm like, this is just, I'm, t- I'm, just, I'm tired of the whole, again, I keep saying, I'm tired of the entire, the entire quote unquote, Ridge is the only man in LA. I cannot stand that. And that's what they're playing now. And I am so frustrated. So I just really want, and I feel like she's not going to give Ridge up anytime soon at all. Now they're both trying to shoot their shot. And Ridge is just like, well, hey, you know, he's pulling, like, okay, well, just a few minutes ago, you were besties and you went to this pack. So, I mean, I don't even know if, if, if they're going to get them back together. Okay, if, so that's fine. But I just really need for these women to stop fighting over Ridge. Like, there's no one else in L.A. I'm just so tired, I'm done. And Deacon is being wasted, I think, because he's not in a love interest right now. He's at Gila, but of course he's where she is. But I just really need, I really, Deacon, I need Deacon to be used. I really do. And Bill. I mean, for crying out loud, come on here. Oh, it's frustrating. Right, yeah, Bill is trying to win Katie back off screen. Right. <laughs> right. And yeah, and and again, Ooh. in my perfect world, I would want Taylor to be with someone that hadn't been through Brooke first, but you'd have to go out of th- the country for that. So I'm with you. Give me exactly. Deacon in the meantime until you decide what you're going to do on a more permanent basis. Exactly. Um, Jay, do you have an opinion on um, Brooke Taylor Ridge and their death of the friendship? They all look ridiculous, both of them. Taylor's worse though. Um. And yes, I'm seeing Taylor and Deacon at this point. Um, just, just, I got secondhand embarrassment watching GH this week. I just thought the scenes were preposterous. I thought, you know, the theatrics and it just, it, it was beneath the characters of Taylor and Brooke at the, if this was 10, 15 years ago, sure. But after everything they've been through, especially after these two years, they're still acting this foolish. I just, it, it makes no logical sense. And I think that, um, it, to me, Bridge just looks like a big smug bastard standing back and watching this happen. I just, I know he can't control them, mm-hmm. but, you know, just the way he was just smug and, you know, enjoying I'd this. I'd be smug I if just, I had I, these idiots I, doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, just, he just seemed like he was enjoying it, and I just, this is not 1995, this is 2023. Why should tell Taylor right, Wilson? I am telling him that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's time for them to move on. It's time for, you know, <laughs> them to stop this foolishness. I mean, the, the geriatric love triangle is just not working right now, and I just, it is just absurd. Like we have to move on from 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 this. Put him, put Ridge with one of them, and let's move on. No more love triangle. No more destiny. No more, uh, you know, uh, just no more. It's just at, at this point, it's just enough. I'm with you, and yeah, and I'm kind of and. I know, Ridge, but it's like, hey, I, 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 in 2023, we talk about women, this, that. You know what? I'm holding the broads accountable for their fucking actions because they're just stupid. Daphne? I am a lady of a certain age. I am not going to spend 30 years, 20, 20 25 years of my life 
triumphing over a man who, in no uncertain terms, in his actions and looks, comments, and treatment of me, have told me basically, "I, you are number two, or I will take you." Only if I can't get the original or if the number one makes me mad. I, at this point, when I watched Bold this week, I was mad with Taylor. I was mad with Brooke. I was mad with Ridge. And I kind of got a little pissed off with Eric. And I'm going to tell you why I added Eric and pissed off with Eric. Because this, to me, dates back and goes back to exactly what Queen Fuller said. No matter what Brooke does, Eric is going to advocate for Brooke. Brooke could sit here and give poison to everybody in the building. Eric would find a way to say it wasn't her fault. She didn't do it. Mm -hmm. We got to forgive her. We got to give her a second chance because she didn't mean to do it. Um, and it's, you know, for that. So that whole conversation with Eric and Ridge, to me, this is where a father should be telling his son. But the, how can father tell his son that when well, father can't do it? You need to tell your son. Well, no, it, it's like my mom always used to say, do as I say, not as I do. This is where you can tell your son to man up. You know, if you want one of the women, you go to one of the women and you say, I want you Let's just put the past in the past. Let's go for it. And you then be man enough to go tell the other one, I'm not just I'm just not into you that way. We got a family. We always gonna have something, but I don't love you as as to to quote Sonny Corinthos when he was off his meds, um, you know, you know, what he said that, you know, to love somebody like somebody should be loved. You know, like a woman should be loved, and she should have that. Now, I got an issue with Brooke, but my issue with Brooke and that whole thing is a little bit different from yours. To me, the moment that we are divorced, you have no right to be up in my house without my permission. Now, Brooke said, okay, you going to sit there and ask Brooke, can you sit there and finish your nightcap? And you say, okay. And if I could come down buck naked, it's my house because technically you should be gone. So for to up until that part, I had no problems with Brooke coming down in her negligee. The moment I had a problem with Brooke is when they lock lips. And I was sitting here going, okay, pack broken. And then you're going to sit here and tell Ridge, we're not going to tell Taylor, blah, 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 about this. So I got an issue with Brooke for that. Taylor, I got an issue with you because you sitting over there trying to get Brooke to date the, the waiter. You tried to get Brooke to date Deacon. What would you, if this was reversed and, and you were the, and that was a client because you're supposed to be world-renowned. Psychologist, what would you tell your patient in a situation like this? You'd tell your patient to probably snap out of it, that this man don't love you. I need for Brad Bell to move this on and for this to be the last time, at least for the next 10 years, we have a book, Ridge, 
Taylor Triangle, and you bring something in there for, for, for Taylor. There you've got three options to bring of people that you can hook her up with already on campus. You can hook her up with Deacon. They, Taylor and Deacon got mad chemistry. You can hook her up with Bill. You can have them. Now, mind you, if I'm Bill, I can't date nobody who shoot me in the back. And almost kill me. But everybody lets bygones be bygones. You can have them develop a friendship, and that can lead to all sorts of issues. You can bring back Ted King and have her, if you want her to be with somebody who hadn't been with Brooke, you can have Ted King and Taylor sit there and have that, you know, conversation where my marriage is destroyed to leave for what the shenanigans I did and tailoring them all of that. So I just don't get why we, we why we doing this. Now you got Ridge sitting over there. He's picking in the grinning because he got two women fighting over him. This is not Wendy now who just come into her own. This has been going on for how many years now? So I'm just like, I'm done with it, completely done. Uh, and I'm with you. It needs to end, and we can move on because I I, I need to see Taylor mm -hmm. and Deacon at least you know for the short term. Mm -hmm. We'll go from there. So while this is all going on, they're they're preparing and making arrangements for this Rome trip for the fashion show, and Liam is trying to convince Hope that the lead designer should not go. Again, I'm of two minds. I while well, I understand why he's saying it. Liam Honey, he's the lead designer. Of course, he's going to be there. So um, she, of course, tells him, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. He's going to go. I need him. So they're making the um, preparations and everything. And, and then, oh, in a conversation um, with his parents, I didn't expect – see, I'm of the mind that Steffi should not have told him about uh, Hope's uh, supposed feelings because Steffi wouldn't want to – you know, like the match to this obsession again. You could have knocked me over a f with a feather when Ridge was the one that dropped the bomb that he thinks and or heard a rumor that Hope has feelings for me. He's like, and Thomas is like, no, 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 that's not true. So um, then we get to the end of the week, and she's in her office just daydreaming, and all of a sudden Hope Logan ha starts having a sexual fantasy of a dude that's not her husband. Uh, okay, Hope Logan. Um... This thing is very um, multi-layered for me. I, I still need to know why Hope feels the way she does for Thomas, given what all he did. It, it, it's further than I thought Bradley would take it. Do I think this is the most interesting her character has been in decades? Yes. So this is not cut and dry for me. It's very um, layered, but I'm here for it. I, I want, we've been hearing about this Rome thing, and we've kind of known the spoilers for a while. I can't wait to get here to see if this has all been exaggerated or right. what's going to happen in Rome. Right. So, <laughs> Kim, um, take it away. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm like, okay, this is interesting, but at the same time, it's just so, it's such a snail pace where I'm like, honestly, <laughs> they both had me every single day last week, Monday through Friday. I was like, okay, maybe today is when I'm going to see them on the plane going to Rome. I mean, I just, when are we going to get to Rome for crying out loud? For, for crying out loud, I mean, I'm like, what is happening? But every single day, it was like, okay, someone else is someone else in someone else's office, or they don't show them, or they're just talking about it, or Brooke's concerned and expressing her concerns to to Hope again, like she wants to go, or Thomas is talking to his parents, and I'm like, what are we gonna get? I'm so 
I was so frustrated this week with Bo because of that. I'm like, let's just get there. Like the whole week was spent just talking about something. Let's just go. Let's, let's come on. Let's pick up the pace with the action, the drama. Let's hurry up and get there already. So at this point, you know, I'm 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 actually tired, just tired of the day the daydreaming, and I do want some explanation. Maybe I want her to even even if she has to talk to herself because I know she can't talk to anyone about this because they'll she thinks they'll they'll be criticized all that stuff. But I even I just want a conversation with herself or something. Have her just sitting and thinking while she's fantasizing about yeah, you know, this is what really did it for me, or I'm really seeing this change. But all along he was attractive, but I just felt like he, I, I just need something. I need her telling herself what it is so I can know and move forward too. But until this whole Rome thing happens, hopefully it's this week, then I'm just, I'm tired. I think, I saw the promo and I, th- I think it's this week because I think I saw the promo this morning, so. Um, okay, good. <laughs> I will, Daphne. Okay, so first of all, let me say, whoever did that end dream it was a 1986 with the wind blowing through her long, big hair, flowing hair. I was like, oh, okay, all we needed was another – I enjoyed the, the, the quote-unquote wet dream that she had or the daydream that she had about Thomas and all of this stuff because it's getting funny. So let me just say this. I want to know – I cannot wait for for Italy – I want to know what's going to happen in Italy. It needs to be something big and humongous that happens. I I mean, with all of this, so I cannot wait for this going on. She's protesting so much. But correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Steffi say to her mom she was not getting involved back in – she was not getting drawn back into their their dynamic and their feud? I think so. Okay, so I so I got to sit here and I got to do my apologies to the character Steffi because last week and the week before I was on the fence with her with the character. I am okay with the character. I like the Steffi saying, "Look, I'm not getting drawn. I'm not parent trapping y'all anymore. I'm not getting drawn back into this to this fence, um, to the to this feud." Um, my concern is about my brother. This is making me now look at my brother differently because if all of this is about hope. I like that Steffi wasn't the one that was spreading the, I thought something happened. I saw the look, you know. I, I was like, and Ridge, you not really helping your son either, but I will say I do like Brad Bell. Okay, but I'm going to say this. I do like the fact that Brad Bell is going over, above, and beyond to show us Thomas is not doing anything to encourage, to manipulate so far what is going on with with, with Hope's feelings. Now, I definitely need to have Hope, but the question is, who can Hope talk to that's not going to be judgmental? Is it maybe her father? To figure out why all of a sudden, after all these shenanigans that Thomas has pulled, why are you over here having wet dreams about that man and your heart beating every time you get in every time you get in contact with him? I definitely need this nail. It's further than I thought it would go. I don't know where it's gonna land, but I'm on for the ride. Um, Tia. 
Um, I don't care for this story yet, so next. Jay, are you still with us? Because I saved you for last because I know you've been on the train on, off, and back on again. Well, well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I'm not really – soap really wasn't a big deal to me. Yes, the 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 scene at the end to me was hilarious. I laughed uh, because it was just so unexpected and so ni- 80s and 90s. It just – it was it was it was a nice little funny, not funny, but it just it was just like she's really like lusting after that man, and I just thought that you know the the scene was just kind of shocking because we don't get scenes like that no more in a lot of daytime soaps. So it was it was a nice little treat, you know, for the soap fans. However, I got bigger fish to fry. I want Steffi and 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 Rich fired from their positions at Force the Creations. I want them fired today because they're not doing their jobs. Because if Thomas and Hope getting together, well, I'm sorry, let me scale that back. If Hope lusting after Thomas is going to affect his mental health, if Hope lusting after Thomas and having with Thomas is going to be bad for Forrester and bad for the family and bad for Thomas, why aren't they doing anything to stop it? Why are they sending them to Italy, the most romantic place in the world, thinking nothing's going to happen? And Ridge and Taylor and, and Ridge, the CEO or whatever he is, is sitting there gossiping. Girl, I heard that Hope got feelings for you. Like, uh, what, what kind of shit is that? Like, like, what kind of CEO, what kind of leader in the company is not going to say, oh, we need to stop this from happening? I know it's a soap opera, but I need to be realistic. No, no, no leader of a company who, who's the father of a mentally unstable uh, a young young man, you know, is going to say, huh? The woman that you are obsessed over for three years may have feelings for you. Is it true? They're going to say, oh, we got to separate them. We got to do something. We're going to send uh, Hope to Italy on Tuesday. Then we're going to send Thomas to Italy on Wednesday. Like something. But no, he's sitting there grinning and gossiping like, you know, a couple of teenage girls. It's just preposterous. And I want Steffi and Ridge fired because they're doing nothing to stop a train wreck from happening. It's ridiculous. I guess I'm going to take the opposite tact. Hope and Thomas are adults and nobody's acted on anything yet. And they got them over there doing this line and they have to, and, and if, if a trip to Italy is what's required, well, then they have to do it. Because cause, cause from Thomas's, well, yes, Thomas has passed and all that, but but in the sense, why should, because Thomas actually hasn't crossed any lines thus far, and even Hope, we, we the audience know it, but even the hand-holding, it's still, I, I feel like, I don't feel like neither one, I mean, hey, this, they have to prove, because they've already established that. The no, but here's, but here's the thing, Carrie, the, the, the whole thing about this was, was that, Thomas's health, mental health, is more important. That he has worked so hard to get where he is today. So if hope having feelings for him is going to jeopardize that, why aren't they doing something about it? Why are they gossiping about it at the poor? Well, well, what can they do though? Uh, what, that's what, I guess what can they do because whether they're in Italy, they've already established that they're a good team and they're a successful team, and everybody and their brothers watching him, and he hasn't stepped out of line. So while while it's there in the background, what are we supposed to penalize him for because he's not doing? He hasn't crossed any lines. I don't, so think I don't know what they I don't can think it's do. penalizing. I don't think it's penalizing. I just think there's something. Like, I just think that, 
you know. Well, that's why O'Hara, but see, but, but see, this is why when O'Hara did what she did, everybody was, see, but actually O'Hara, what you're asking for, O'Hara did do that, and everybody said Steffi should have minded her business. She put hope on notice. Nothing's going to stop my brother's, um, you know, progress, and then hope, to, hope assured her it wouldn't. Now, we, the audience, know that her heart beats every time, and, you know, butterflies in the stomach. I, I guess from this point, I just don't know. Until he does something, I don't know what they're supposed to do because they set it up in such a way that he's the line literally can't function without for, him. But for, for me for me, they're setting up to be too easy for something to happen. Like I we don't know what's happening in Italy. either they may or may not get together. But I just thought they Ridge just sitting there not like, okay, let's let's plan, let's do something. You know, I just felt like it was just just immature for him to be sitting gossiping about it. Um I heard from the grapevine that Hope has feelings for you. Like what? I just thought that that was just so irresponsible. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean it was. Oh no, I found that particular piece of it odd too. But um, you know, I was like, why would you drop that little nugget? Strange. Unless he's trying to. I mean, the only other thing I can think of is he's trying to guess or gauge whether something happened. Well, who knows? I don't know. Um. Uh. So. Did, Everybody went on bold, right? Are we done with bold? Was everything any any other anything else? Anyone? I mean, Liam talks the same shit over and over and over. Every again. single episode, yeah. I'm so, just, I'm just tired. Yeah. Uh, that's that for bold. We'll I talk believe. the same for every episode. Liam Spencer. Liam Spencer with Y and everybody else. Oh, about poor baby. Him. I I I don't. He, he's I don't right, know. Liam, I just, he, he's right. I just don't want to hear it. Luckily, let's let's let his fears get um addressed in this week. Let let's hope that happens. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we're going to GH now, right? Yeah, I'm going to get this one over. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Where's this recap at? Okay. On GH this week, um, Jay's favorite character, Mason, who he probably don't even remember by the name, asks uh, Ava Jerome to dig into Sonny's organization and wait and, and wait until she hears something about a Pikeman organization and report it back to him. Ava said that she has a good relationship with him, and she's not that close to saying to get this information. He said one that she he's positive that she'll get the information to overhear something, and then she has to report it back to him. Ava does not want to do this, but Austin said it's better working with Mason than it is working with the bo- the boss above him. Um, is this supposed to be a boss that we know, or do we all just want this storyline to go back in the drain? How do we care about if this? This is not Faith yes, yes, so yes. I don't care. Not okay. They, if they're gonna make this a big thing, this better be a good reveal. Yeah, I, it better be Faith Roscoe. It better be Faith Roscoe. There is no other woman that I want to see going after Sun other than the Queen Faith Roscoe because that was probably the only character, only uh, uh, person that had Sunny and Jason spinning like that, like they and Carly spinning mm-hmm. all those Tracy, years ago. I was thinking Tracy too, but I don't think they would do that. But I was thinking her at first, but I said, "Oh, wait, 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 we know it's a lady." Just for clarification, because we don't know who it is. He just, we just said Austin just said there's a much scarier person than Mason right now. So that we better should we better listen to Mason pretty much. Wait, what? So he said. I think I don't. Well, probably is a spoiler or something. I don't. I don't. Probably a was lady, and I forgot. Sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. I thought it was. I, I thought no, it was I think it. No, I actually all, think it is. I I think it was a pre. I thought I thought it was in a prior conversation, maybe that he had because he probably it was. So, yeah. It's been so long. This storyline just resumed three months later. So you probably was right, Jen. Exactly, and you know what? Listen, Gh, I understand what you're doing. 
you want to make do something with Roger and more West, I get it. But this ain't it. Um, I just I just found the scenes unnecessary. I like Tia said earlier, Mason. I don't know who this person is. Um, apparently, he's been on the show before. <laughs> I, 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 he's the one who got Nicholas. So forgettable. He's just yeah. so forgettable. I'm like, who the hell is this? Every time you look real, I'm like, who the hell is this? But mm-hmm. uh, they're trying to trying to put Austin and, and, and Ava together. I mean, I love Roger. So, yeah, but so far, yeah. I'm just like, meh. I'm just, ugh. Okay, girl. Anyone else got comments on the Mason thing or want to skip to the next one? Okay, I guess that's I pretty a much agree with all of you. So you can, the, 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 okay. no, I pretty much agree with all of you. So, yeah. Alrighty. Uh, this scene, now this was probably my most funniest scene of the week. Joss and Dex, they having mm. a bu- lovely time in their bedroom as they always have. Man, what a nice young couple. And, you know, he finally admits he loves her. And she said, you know, she was scared to say it because she said it to poor Oscar and Cam before. She sort of didn't act like she loved Cam. But her and Cam outgrew each other. Most likely she outgrew him. But they outgrew each other. So she's scared to say the word. And then eventually she admits that she loves him as well. And, you know, I thought that was it. That was a beautiful moment. But they decided to make this a more beautiful moment by having a nice, good, long montage on this show. I thought this was a scene from five years ago. I didn't realize we get montages like this, so I did not see this coming. Um, Carrie, what did you feel about the beautiful Jex montage? You know, some fans out there. So were you crying? Did a tear come down your eye or anything during the montage? I, I said, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, I'm sorry, audience. I didn't expect her reaction. Right? I mean, I mean, are, are we? Are they at that level yet? Uh, okay. I guess. Well, they are Jason and Carly 2.0. So. Oh, don't, don't insult. Don't, please don't 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 insult Jason and Carly. <laughs> well, right. Well, right. Well, no, wait a minute. The show, the show told me that. I didn't say that. They they told me. No, that. I know. I know. I'm not <laughs> killing. The, unlike the people in PC, I'm not killing the messenger. I'm killing the the, the message. <laughs> Exactly, the message, yeah. So I, I'm shocked uh, it was like Kim also by her reaction. It don't seem like she cared about it either, my goodness. Not at mm. all. It was ridiculous. Mm. Oh, okay. Dang, I, I know Sonny and Nina and Spencer and Trina, like, where the heck are mine? So I tried to meet Valentina in the end of Benning the Game. Listen, <laughs> I... Thank you. Listen, <laughs> listen. Y'all, I love that scene because it made me laugh out loud. They acting like they acting like Josh and Jet went through with Luke and Laura and Sonny and Brenda and Carly and Sonny. You know, all the like all the trials and tribulations of a couple. Like what the hell have they been through that's so they are fucking montage. Exactly. I, I just a dumpster. Like, like, when I, dumpster. The dumpster part wasn't that montage too. <laughs> you thank you, thank you, yeah, thank you, for giving me a good laugh. For this, 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 this grabbing random scenes uh, for Jocelyn Jack. So <laughs> you do a montage, supposed to scenes that mean something. Like, so you can grab random, random scenes and put some music to it. Oh, a montage. No. A montage is special moments of a couple. Y'all have went through the history. Exactly. And pull some random. Random, some random clips and compiles them and say, you know what? Now this is a montage and put it together with the, like that is just preposterous. 
GH, what the hell? Y'all are, listen, we get it. You you wanna you're investing in Josh and Dex. Kudos for young couples. But they don't need a freaking montage. I mean, come on now. You act like he was about to die tonight. I thought the man was about to die the next episode. He's he still he's still living. I'm thinking I think it's the end of Jocelyn and Dex. He's about to lose somebody else because of a freaking montage. Wait, yeah. did, did, did she get that with Oscar when he died? No, she did not. It, it I don't I just, I just, just, you know, I thought, well, that was it, Jocelyn. You know, uh, 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 Oscar dead, you know, cheated on camera. Now he's just about to go with Jesus, too. I'm like, because the way that they was acting, I love you. I've, I've been waiting to say it. I was scared to say it. Okay, well, it was time for him to go, but apparently he's still alive. So, I mean, thank you. Thank you for the lot. Thank you for the laughter, Oscar. We needed it. My God. You thought he was going to drive. You thought he was going to ride right past Willow on her way to heaven. Um, Simone and Aaron says they happened. haven't even had their first breakup yet. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, the way the thing, the way it was acted, it was like, oh, you know what? We watched up long enough. Mm-hmm. When somebody finally says, "I love you," in the next episode, mm-hmm. uh, you walk out. The person is gone, is dead. I'm thinking that mm-hmm. Jess about to die, like the way they're acting. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if Daphne wants to put a tear down. Category of doing too much. Yeah, probably Daph had a tear down her eye during this. She's not a sensitive lady. No, nope, I had no tears. I'm sorry, oh, okay. I was not tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, guys, the listeners, I mean, the Jets. Yeah. Um, I thought well, we would get more supportive. Jets fans, but listen, it's it was. I'm sorry. Uh, look, I don't hate the couple, but it, 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 all bullshit aside, it they, are not Jason, they are not Jason and Carly. Stop it! It's actually offensive. It's it's ludicrous. Um, Absolutely. And, and you know, you I can't base a couple off another couple. Like that is just. That's mm-hmm. that's dead in the water. You can there's similarities, absolutely. But it you can't really Jason and Carly a long story. time. But yeah, and, and stuff Carly like that. Took a long time to become Jason and Carly. Took them years to don't become that. Carly right. And, and, and were friends most of that relationship, so they they built on a foundation. So you yeah. have to build this couple up before you start shoving this down our throats. I mean, come on now. That did not do Jocelyn Dex any favors. It actually made it a mockery of the couple. Now, listen, in all seriousness, I think that Jocelyn and Dex are important to the show because shows need young couples. So, you know, just like I, I, Sprina, I think Sprina is important to the show. This, these shows need some young couples, some young romance, but at the same time, it has to be plausible. And that right there wasn't plausible. That was just silly as hell, General Hospital. But I forgive you. Just not let's not do that again. I don't need uh, tomorrow a montage of uh, of um, Portia and Curtis. Well, I mean, uh, like, the next like, I, I just that's like having a montage of Chase and Brooklyn. How, what are are they? A, are they a couple now? Like like it's just we just stop to it. Be fair, to be fair, Chase and Brooklyn. To be fair, Chase and Brooklyn have gone through more trials and tribulations than than, than Yeah, than, uh, I, you know, now you think right. about it. I just yeah, General Hospital. Just we get it. You invest in Josh and Dex. I got you. Mm-hmm. You understand? <laughs> okay. Oh, 
Um, from one young couple to another, treating us, spend some wonder if they should use the evidence against Esme or Dora was falsified by Victor. Um, they agreed not to use it now, but Spencer, of course, had the evidence in a box just in case in the future. For me, I'm assuming this, this box is going to get stolen or something. But another storyline, I'm be honest, I really don't care about right now. I don't even remember what else Trina and Spencer was doing this week, to be quite honest. I know they weren't seen, but I, I don't know. Probably I wasn't paying attention. Um, Carrie, if you know what else happened, you got any comments on um, Trina this week? Yeah, I think she asked him to destroy the evidence. Well, he did not do that, yeah. He did not do it. To be quite honest, I, I don't know whether he'll use it or not, but I'm actually, uh, well, I'm I'm okay that he didn't destroy it, but of course I'm not okay with him withholding that little fun fact from Trina. Mm-hmm. Well, he asked her because she's so good, he, not, you know, just don't want to. I don't quite understand why would she want to destroy the evidence. I, I, don't, I know it's fortified, but I don't quite understand that decision. But, okay, I'm team Spencer in this situation. To to keep the evidence just in case you come back. about. I have a question. Do yeah. they want? They want. Um, what's that brat's name? Esme. Esme. To go to prison to so Trina can get her. Uh, 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 I don't even know, Jay. Or they want Esme to go to prison so that they can get their hands on that baby. Like so, so that's my thing. If it's just to get the hands on the baby, let this go. Like, listen, no, I no, no, no. That's not no, uh, no. Let me. No, I don't think that's the case because remember, no, not. I'll say this, not for Trina because if you remember when she went to well, where was that that brought at Spring Ridge or wherever, and she mm-hmm. came with a real plan, not like a non-plan plan, and she said, "We are not going to." From Trina's perspective, it has zero to do with the baby, and I don't even think from. I don't. I think. I, I think Trina has one objective. Spencer may have two, and that's okay because remember when Trina went to visit Esme at Spring Ridge, and she said, "Oh, you know, she has amnesia," and she said, "We're not going to press charges because if we we only get one crack at this." So from Trina's perspective, I think it has zero to do with Ace. It has it's justice. Spencer, I think it was justice too, and it, it's, it's some of it Ace maybe. Uh, so I'm in my mind, my interpretation is Trina has one motive and Spencer may have too but but because to me Trina was had this plan when Cameron was still because remember I don't think that had anything to do with Ace from Trina's perspective it was about getting justice for the hell that she got put through yeah I, I just well Jay I'm, 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 I'm gonna say I'm with you I'm confused with this whole story line so I'm with you I I, I, I at this point y'all I understand what Esme did was terrible and yes make her pay but again where is Trina and Spencer's solo story? And I, y'all know, I don't ship this couple. This is not coming from a shipper. It's coming from somebody who is tired of everything that they do about Esme or about that damn baby. Like, come, can we move them mm-hmm. on to, and you know what, and actually build them up, like have them get to know. They know each other, but they don't know each other, know each other like that. They need to talk some more, get, go on a date. Have some romance, you know. Get get start growing. Like I, I just I just I just think that if y'all want to build them as a super couple, as y'all call them, this is not super couple material. This is stupid. This is always somebody else's story, somebody else's BS going on. What is their What is their their uh a uh, a uh, uh, story going to start? I just think that it's just a disservice to the Sprinter fans and and, and romance fans. Period for the show. Which is which is important, 
for viewership. So please, mm-hmm. let's if they're gonna get Asme, let's get let's get Asme mm-hmm. in the couple, next couple of weeks and let's move on because at this point it's it's either Asme or that damn baby uh, that's, that's that's keeping the conversation going between them. Let me and I agree. Let me. I'm gonna pick up a call right quick. And that's the thing. The problem is, Sprina don't need Esme, but clearly Esme needs them to, to to survive. I guess at least until Cameron comes back on somebody. Because w- without Sprina, it seems that she doesn't have a purpose. Let me pick up a call. Hold on. Hello, nine one seven. Welcome to Soap Party. Hello. Hey, How are you guys? It's Vanessa, but on tu- it's Vanessa, but on Twitter, I'm the Victoria. Oh, okay. I was there. So, hi, welcome. I don't use my real name on Twitter, so you don't have to. But you, my- didn't, you didn't have you didn't have to use it here either. I just wasn't sure what the voice. Is. <laughs> welcome. Okay, but talking. my real name is Vanessa, though. But I don't use it on social media. You guys are just talking about General Hospital, only. Uh, we, yeah, we yeah, just we go. Were, we, we usually go topic by topic on shows. So right now the topic is Trina and Spencer. And yeah, the we already did uh, days. Yeah, we did days in bold already. We're doing GH, and then we'll move to. We're saving the best for last, and I do mean the best by a country mile. Um, so we're talking. Uh, uh, the lies and, and uh, you know, truth, truth. We don't do lies here. Um, uh, Spencer not destroying the evidence that Trina asked him to. Do you have an opinion on that? Here's the thing about Spencer and Trina. You have a couple, the show has a golden couple in their hands. And they're supposed to be, like, romancing each other. And you got them in these dull storylines? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I concur. Yeah. Like, why? Like, Spencer mm-hmm. should be taking her out on dates. We still haven't gotten an official love scene between the two of them. You got them in these dull storylines with this secret, with the with the drive or whatever it is to destroy. You got him fighting for his brother, for his baby brother with Esme, and then you got him. And then and then if it's not that, we see them in scenes with Jackson, with Jocelyn, and that. Like, come on. They're making me not interested when when Spencer and Trina come on the TV. Yeah, that, that's unfortunate. The truth hurts, but yeah, they're gonna have to write a, a lot better. I agree with that. Um, which story I'm going to now? Oh, you know what? I, I wasn't. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead for it. Sorry. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, so I I agree. I definitely I'm a huge Trina fan, part of Trina Nation, also at that. And I really need them to go on a date. I really, I'm just um over the just uh just just just. Just talk about everyone else in general. I just really want them to just go on a date, just at least go on a date. I'll accept that. Just something, you know, talk about them too. So it's definitely needed, and we're so thirsty for that um, as those fans. Now, the thing is, I'm actually glad that he did not destroy it either, but I know in the conversation, Trina was saying that, because he was like, why is it? Well, because if you give them or turn that soft evidence in, or we don't know if it's soft or not, but you say whatever the kind of evidence it may be, then you'll be you'll put yourself in jail, you know? So she's thinking about, well, hey, you know, you definitely won't even get a chance to get any or whatever. And then, of course, what about me? I'll lose. You'll be in jail. So don't even do that. Don't think about you'll turn that evidence in, especially if it is fake. You're not knowing. So you get yourself in bigger trouble. So that's where she's coming from with that. Um, I just, ugh. 
I, I just kind of hope that if he, I'm glad that he isn't withholding her or whatever, just, just in case he does need it on a rainy day, you know, because he just might. But I just want him to at least eventually tell her, hey, you know, by the way, FYI, still in that lockbox, but that's okay, though. It, I'm sure she'll understand. I mean, come on, you know, but um, at the same time, I just really want them to do just at least go on a date. I'll accept that at this point. But yeah, they really need to do that. So yeah, other than that, we'll see what happens. Um, quick question. I know you spoke about it, but what topic did you get into on days? Oh, that's usually on the day segment. But yeah, so, so we'll, yeah, we I'll we just... won't go back because we passed it. If we have time for at the end of the show, we could do it. But it goes show by show. Oh, okay. We post the schedule. Okay, go ahead. The schedule usually get posted on Twitter, so if you can always see what show we on, like each. Yeah, time. that's a different show. Between we, what mm-hmm. we do here and spaces, spaces is more free form, and this we kind of just. But time permitting, maybe we'll go back see how how, how far we get. Um with this. Okay, um, anyone else have a comment on Trina Spencer or is that it before I go to the next topic? No, just get Esme out of their orbits. Jesus Christmas already. Yes, please. Well, I, thank you. <laughs> well, I do a side mention a bit. I was going to mention it, the end of Sunny Seas and, and any, even in the Valentine. I like that. I like seeing Anna so, Anna so, so down right now because it's just interesting for her character and just to see with Sunny yeah. but she's like, hey, I, I apologize, Sunny, all this time I was saying this to you, and now look at what I'm doing. I'm going to jail for work stuff. And then I was thinking about Jay, as mm-hmm. I, I told Jay when he when he said allegedly, because that's what Jay always says about Miss <laughs> Phyllis over there, why not? I said, come on. And he even laughed after that. No, ain't allegedly. You did all these crimes, Sunny. But I actually love those scenes in the scenes with even Valentina and Anna as well. So I just, she's such in a down mood right now, and it's interesting stuff for Fiona Hughes to be doing pulling right now. So I actually really like the storyline right now. Interested to see where it's going because it's a different take for her character that she's been with the WSB for so long and now she's getting ratted out for being a traitor and it's all because of I think was it because of Victor that Victor made this happen? who made this happen? Yep, he made it happen. It's Victor, so, yeah, yep. it's Victor. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, he took he took a so lot wait of corners. So anyone... Victor caused what happened with Anna at the WSB? She's she's getting right up for being a traitor yeah. right now. So she's so they mm-hmm. they she they they finally removing her from there. She's finally losing her WSB job. That's the problem right now. But yeah. is this Frisco the, the head of? Oh, Frisco died, not, right? No, they no they moved. They, no, they removed him because remember during the the ice the 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 haunted star he mm-hmm. wouldn't go along with the directive, so they removed him. Yeah, and that's what, but see, the thing with Anna, what she's saying, although she's removed for Victor's information, as she said with her conversation, unfortunately, she did do some stuff that was trading. And if, you, if we look, look, listen to what Anna has been saying, like, the past, like, probably two years, she's always said what well, the WSB won't approve of this. She actually went a lot, she actually did a lot of stuff against the WSB, to be quite honest. So I like so the she's a rogue, she's saying, she's although, a rogue agent. Yeah. yeah. She has been a rogue agent. It's just that I guess the WSB didn't know all of the stuff that she has been doing. Even I'm not even sure. Even the stuff with Peter, I'm not sure. Probably Carrie, you can help me on this. Or probably Daphne. When she watched him die, was she not? Was she not supposed to make that happen as well? Like she's done mm-hmm. some stuff that you would think that she's not supposed to be doing. This right. is the, that's what. So it's like technically she Victor helped this, but he's not kind of wrong. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Esme stuff. The evidence about her is true. It's just falsified. So it's like, is he got like everything? Like she drugs me. Every all of that is true. It's just that he falsifies the information. So it's like, yeah, Anna has gone outside know. the lines uh, m- multiple times. 
she has, yeah. So, and I think that's what's hurting her the most is that she like, man, I'm, you know, they took, they taking me down. But man, all of this that they saying and claiming the chart is actually true. So I think I find it's pretty interesting, and that's why I said for me, like I know a lot of us, you know, a lot of us here were Valentina Anna fans like years ago, and I said that Virgin wouldn't have worked because Anna isn't who she is now. The one who has gone over the lines, who made Peter just sit there and die at his last breath, like the stuff she's done. Oh yeah, this kids. this Anna and Valentina is the right fit. Yeah, this one. Yeah, I don't think she would have been a fit with the other one. I think she would have been too judgmental and they wouldn't have worked out. She would have been like, nah, I can't deal with this. Yeah, you have a blessed day. So that, that relationship wouldn't have worked as much as I wanted it. No, this version here, I think just because it's of who she was it, and what she has experienced is why. Right, it's, it's just like some people on my timeline was trying the other day with Sonny and Anna scene. Some people were trying to ship them. And I said, Sonny and Anna, hell no, that would have never worked. Because of his but, line but, of work. I'm, I am a part of the Anna and Sonny fandom. I, I shipped them <laughs> years ago. Um, you think it would work, that, though? Everybody. You think I it would ship, work between I, the two of them? I, I, well, I, yeah, because she's with Valentina now. So. I think chemistry, I think Fanola will have chemistry with the grapefruit. So, I mean, That's I just think that they had... They had chemistry uh, from back in the day. No, well, not back in the day. A few years ago, I said, now, if they were ever to go there, it would not make you because that's Robin's mama, but they do have chemistry. So I understand why people will say or think that they could, you know, be together because they have chemistry. But that's just Fanola. Fanola can have chemistry with anybody. Fanola does have chemistry with anybody because I'm going to tell you right now, back all my children days, Fanola, Anna and David Haywood, that was chemistry off the chart. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's one of her pop, pop yeah. ones. Um, any more comments on Anna, Sunny, and Anna Valentine before I switch to the next topic? Just wanted to throw that out. No, ma'am. No, I'm just waiting okay. for Weinar. <laughs> oh, trust me, we are. That's why I'm saving the best for last. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, the next uh, when um, maybe you need to watch the show and then you come back to us and discuss this. Okay. <laughs> we got we got we got Chase in Brooklyn. I don't know what they talked about. I must be doing their scenes though. We all, you know what? Sorry, I'm not sure. You know, they they were somewhere with with Tracy, weren't they? Yes, I would say yeah. They was some yeah. See, I'm not gonna go on to this. Y'all can say this in y'all recap when y'all recap and discuss this. So I'm gonna just say Chase in Brooklyn. They talked. If anyone want to talk about it, they could. We also had Ned, who found out all about what Nina was doing by eavesdropping and all that. And I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, snap, Ned and Nina is about to team up. Okay, this is what we get here. General Hospital, I'm, I'm just confused. So he goes over there. He runs to, He said, you know what, Nina, I'm not going to be a part of this. You were going to let me fall down for this. And thank you, Ned. He actually admitted that Carly and Drew are the criminals in this situation. That's nice to remind the viewers of that since a lot of people forgot so he's like, nope, I can't do this. So he goes over there to find Drew, and the fool falls in the pool. Uh, okay, Drew tries to bring the dude back to life to get him good, and he doesn't get it. And then Tracy pretty much lies and say he's responsible for this. Uh, wait, what was the point for this? Is the point for this to make Nina even more beat down when the truth come out? I thought we were going somewhere. So it seemed more like Ned is going to wake up. Is he going to wake up on a wedding day and then say, hey, it's something I need to tell you? Like, that was the point of this. Like I, I thought it was a that point is, to not make her. Go ahead, this Jay. Is stupid. And this is this is just stupid. Listen, y'all know I drag Nina all day, every day, but she is not responsible for that idiot not watching where he put his feet. I mean, she's not responsible <laughs> right. for him walking 
running and she gonna get blamed for that. So, 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 so it's not her fault. So I see, you know, uh, 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 what's her name? What's what's your what's your nickname for Olivia? Uh, uh, Carrie. Mama, uh, uh, mama, 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 you know, uh, over there, how you, 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 you killed Ned or you almost killed Ned. No, baby, your, your Ned can't see, you know, he, he didn't follow the basic rules of being around a pool. Do not run around <laughs> a pool. So, right. so, so, so that is not his fault. So, G.A.'s, if you try that shit. I'll be the first one to say that BS because it's not his fault, her fault that he can't see. What she is dumb is, and so is her lawyer, is we having a conversation that could be easily yeah. overheard. So that's exactly. what they were dumb about. At least close the door or speak a sign language or or something. It is just it is just absurd. I understand why they had to happen, but the whole situation scenario was preposterous. It was lazy. You know, and then it just did not make no sense at all that this man is, is going to jog toward Drew. I want to tell you the truth. Boom. I just thought it, it, it was, it was, I, it that was, was like crazy, crazy, man. It, so, it sounds like a scene from another show I heard about. It's supposed to be funny. It's not supposed to be funny, but it was funny. Every I was on Twitter when it happened, and everybody was like, what the hell just happened? Like, so it was not. You did not reach the target audience with that. Nobody was sitting over there, you know, oh, Ned, come back to us. We were just all thoroughly confused as to why that happened. So, yeah, yeah that's not Nina's fault. And they try that. I'll be the first one, mark the word, what's today, the 10th or the 11th? I don't know what day it is. But I I will be on Nina's side when it comes to that. It's not her fault. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. uh, anyone else want to come? So. Oh, please. I don't tell. I got a lot about Adam Wilson and Nick. Oh yeah. Oh, who's up next for this one? For Ned falling into the water and shocking uh, us all, we thought something big was happening. And I guess the big thing Tracy, that we well, got I'm sorry. What? What yeah. was the point of Tracy accusing him of of Drew of? Like, was it because Drew was threatening her earlier? Is that why? Because Drew literally threatened her earlier to expose her if he don't do what he said. He said, "I'm gonna expose what you did if you don't do me." But, but he's like, "Okay, my, you want to do this?" Issue was it? Issue wasn't that she did it. It's it's what she's doing. It's like that's crazy though. Disprove. Even don't they have cameras over there at the Metro Court? Like like like. I I think some of that is on Monday's uh, episode that they stupidly preempted because a lot of people seen it. So stupid, ABC. I I can't. You probably like like Monday's. Yeah. Yeah, I need some because I need because also for insurance purposes. Let's say, real, Daphne, I need your help. You know, for insurance purposes, if you have, if a hotel has a pool, they got to have some type of camera footage in case something like this happens. They do, Jay. I'm going to help you so out. I, they do. They do. Yep. Oh, I'll okay. Help you out. I just, okay, good. Thank you. So, 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 so yeah, so this is a stupid thing. So, I don't even, yeah, so this is stupid. I would help well, you Well, I'm just going to say, forget the footage. Where was the lifeguard who's out there? With the pool like that, <laughs> it's supposed to be two or three lifeguards. That's true. That's true. We didn't think of that. That's right, though. Sure did it. Uh-uh. He want a bathroom break. 
Oh, you're right. They gotta close that down. What the heck is Olivia and Nina doing over there? What kind of operation is this? We need, you know, just have an apple on on the joint. Oh my goodness! You know, I'm just saying. That's why you have two lifeguards out there. All you go to a hotel, you go to any of these pool places where there's pools and there's public places. There's two, at least two lifeguards. So not one in the Motel Six. I stay at. I never saw a lifeguard. Are you in the Motel Six? That's why. That's why you were the motel. This is a, a five star. This is a five star resort hotel. Yes, you know. Mona Myrtle, Nina. That's what I call him, Mona Myrtle. But at this point, yeah. there's no plausible way that she's not going to do something. Like to me, she, she if she's watching all of this happen. It's too messy. It's too. It's just too much. It's too much. Like Nina is not this dumb. She will have to do something or or try to and uh, uh, something renege from the SEC. Something something. But to stop all of this, because she got Ned involved, she got Sonny involved, the FBI's involved. Like, like it's just, it's just, it's just. Come on, GH. This is just, it's just too much, too much. Now, Tia, were well, you, you know going to mention Drew's? Tia, were you going to mention Drew's conversation with with uh, Curtis? Cause oh yeah, yeah. Cause, oh, actually, you right. I actually wasn't going to mention that, but you know what? I might as well because we're going I'm to here to drag back. some folks. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to be real right with you. So you know what? Let's go drag him first. Okay. So this fool Drew said, and, I, and y'all, I mean, y'all probably heard this a lot on this podcast if y'all been here for years that I had to, to turn off the episode and say, let me call Carrie for one second and then resume the episode. Well, this was one of these scenes where this happened. Drew, this idiot said, um, well, you know what? I don't want Carly, Carly to take the fall for me. And you know, I don't think that this Sunny and I'm going to turn against each other. So you know what? I think it's best for me to turn myself in because you know what scale she only when she, when I first came back to town, she kind of didn't remember who I was. So I think it's good for me to turn myself in. So pretty much my kids scout could survive without me, but they their they kids can't survive without them. Okay, Drew. Yeah, we're gonna. This is a special segment for Drew. Thanks for reminding me. What kind of dumb writing is this? I gotta look back on that episode to see who wrote this. I know Elizabeth Court wrote writes a lot of these. I'm not sure if she wrote this one. I just know I always see her name. I didn't. I don't. I didn't see the name in this one. But I gotta look back and see who wrote this episode because that line and the fact that that went past the approval room is an issue. I don't know how that didn't go in the cutting room. How are you talking? And Zeke is over here saying. Well, what about your daughter Scout? You were not thinking about Scout, and when he mentioned Scout, he's like, "Oh, Scout! Oh, Scout! Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, Scout. The, the one you was engraving the name into when you first came back into town. The one you were thinking about for two years. Yeah, that that same Scout. Uh, what, what the heck have these writers done for Drew? The same people who want to drag Jason for being dead before the other year. At least he lived up to like to me. At least he's not pretending to be something he's not, and he has a mob life. Drew, you are doing nothing with your life but smiling. You can't say, you want to go to jail for what? Like, for what? I mean, at least Jason has some 
immediate dangerous stuff going on to the point he's like, I don't want my kids involved. What are you dealing with, Drew? I'm just, I cannot believe they wrote and, this character to be such an idiotic, stupid father. And that's the dumbest line. So your kid well, you know why, didn't though? remember you two years ago, so that means she shouldn't be with you now. That, what kind of stupidness is that? It doesn't even make sense because she knows him now for two years, so now she's older. So now you're going to step away, and here's the thing, and uh, I, I'm, I'm going to tread lightly here, but this is really in service, but this is what we say. Well, I'm going to speak for myself. This is what I mean. Look, I'm not the biggest Rufian, but like we said, we saw the man fight to get back for his child, yada, yada, yada. This is all in service to the character of, can we say it all together? Starts in a C and ends in a Y. I mean, this is, yep. I mean, it's, act, it's actually quite offensive. You can love this lady all you want, but you're literally going to sac- sacrifice your father. And, and you know what? I, we've, I've been saying all along, Drew did what Jason didn't do. You know what? I, I, have, to, I, I have to, I have to take, take that sentence out my mouth now because that's the dumbest shit I ever done heard. Um, let me. Yeah, uh, Anyone else got a comment on Mr. Vic, Drew? Vanessa, do you have anything he... to comment for Drew's lovely uh, POV? <laughs> I have I have nothing to say. That whole storyline, I'm over it. <laughs> Drew, Drew, Drew is special. There's nothing there that needs to be, because we all know when this whole thing blows out, comes out, we all know Le- Nina's going to be the downfall of this. Tim, any words? I'm not sure if you heard the dialogue. What did you feel about it? Did you feel differently? Because sometimes you the bright one and you happy and you like, I don't see it the way you guys seen it. Um, no, I, I actually, I didn't really think of it like that. So just listening to you all, that did make sense. That doesn't make sense. So I see where you're coming from with that. And those are very valid points also. So it's just interesting. Like, I love it Like when I'm not too sure about stuff. And then I hear your perspective on it and everything. It kind of gave me a little bit of history. You know, I love that history, too, and stuff. So that's really interesting. So, yeah, I with the other characters and everything. So that, that, that was actually, you guys put that into perspective for me. So, I mean, I, I see exactly what you mean. So And and you know what? I think Scout should get Kim Cares because her daddy's willing to walk away for the sake of Ma, Ma Corinto Spencer, and Juan Valdez. I think I have a question about Scout though. <laughs> I have a question about Scout though. When mm-hmm. Jay, when when Drew was presumed missing, and Jason and Sam were together before they broke up. If my memory serves me correctly, I may be wrong. Did she ever call Jason dad? Mm, I don't. I, no. no, not that I remember. They didn't have a on screen. Oh, okay. I don't think. She, I don't think she did. So she knew the different. I mean, he raised her with Danny, but I don't. They were never on. I don't think for even that to even be. A no, you remember when Sam had got. You remember when Sam had gotten arrested, and she had went to jail for killing. What was that fucking guy's name from DID? Shiloh. Um, wasn't Jason in the household with them? Oh yeah, he was. He was. They lived together for a period of time before. But well, she was young. I just want to. I just want to say last thing that her name is Emily. That's all I'm gonna say. Emily. Uh, her name That's is so Emily. Amazing. Her okay, name is Danny. Danny gave her that name. Which is so you know what? weird to me that the dream she had of having a child with Jason, she gave birth Scout thinking he was Jason and she honored it by Emily. But then it turned out that her name was that baby's name was that baby's name was Emily. I don't know what the Scout they, was coming they have, from. I would say this they have a lot to tell Scout when she grow up, but let's go quickly on in this one. This was the couple that had everybody Buzzing. I, I, I'm gonna assume Jay wasn't because he's always in a mi- minority when it comes to these opinions. So I'm curious what his No, this one didn't. Portia brother Zeke, who man, who's been on fire this week, 
meets up with Jordan. Sparks flew, they had sex, and later Jordan found out that Zeke is actually Portia's um, brother. And also Zeke is in part of a plan with Portia to, I guess, uh, make Spencer like to live in hell. It looked like that because it seemed like they both in agreement about Spencer, so I don't know what they're going to have planned, but something's going to be planned. So I'm going to go to you, Jay, because I, I, I know you never ever shared the opinions of everybody. Did you see the portion of Zeke stuff? Did, I'm sorry, the Zeke and Jordan stuff. Did you care about this? or? If they don't put this man on contracts, and I said what I said, like, I just, I think that, I think that it was a nice surprise. I wasn't spoiled on anything. This is how you introduce a character when he's on the show beforehand. But mm-hmm. he's immediately already been with someone on the canvas. It is the, the it's the ex-wife of his sister's husband. You know, it, it's just so soapy, so messy, and to me, it adds another layer to the Portia Curtis um, Jordan foolishness. So I loved it, and I think that this young man is handsome. I think that if it doesn't even work with Jordan, he could work with somebody else, Christina. You know, just just somebody on the show. You know, I think. He, yes, nurse gets maybe. Because I yeah, saw who she was looking at the, and I said, "Oh no, we're not doing that again." But I digress. Uh, um, uh, Kev, oh, 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 Carrie, you know what's happening. No, no. You know what's happening. They had chemistry, and 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 unlike Taylor, Jordan says, "Yeah, no, I waited two years. I've ha- I'm gonna get me some." Yeah. So exactly. So good job, GH, for giving us some soapy goodness, because that's exactly what that was, and good, I, I enjoyed. It. So um, uh, so by you, uh, Harry, it seemed like you enjoyed them too. Was it a nice surprise for you? <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, I think I knew I knew because I'd seen social media, but I I said only see. I mean, everybody said there was chemistry, but I said I'm gonna judge for myself, and yeah, there was. And I, and and he's like, oh, can I get your number? He's like, I'll put your number in my phone. I thought, okay. And then she went back for the key card, and and like you said, Jay, the scenes, like you said, that's eleven in the afternoon. That's what we want to see. But you know, going forward, when 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 it dawns on everybody with who, how everybody's connected, that's gonna be some drama. Uh, Daph, I'm not sure if you've seen it. Did you see Jordan and Zeke? Yeah, that's one of the few things that I did see. I'm liking it. I'm enjoying this. I was like, okay, this has got some good potential. We are now going to have a, what is it, a quad plus one, a quad plus Taggart. Um, Because we got to figure out somehow Taggart's got to fit into this whole mess. Um, I'm loving Jordan and Zeke. I'm loving what's his name, Zeke and Portia. I'm I'm actually liking Portia trying to mess with or get Trina out the way of Sprina of of of, of Spencer because this mess is gonna blow up in her face and she's gonna lose her baby. Her baby is not is not five years old when you can say you can't play with this kid. Um, because she should have been telling her baby not to be playing with Trina, with with um with Josh in the mob. But apparently that was okay, um, and everything. So I, I can't wait to see this. This is this is probably the one thing that may get me back on track with with um GH because I've been struggling with that show hard time, big time the last couple of weeks. Kim, thoughts on Jordan and Zeke? Did you like it? I did. I loved it. I think it was really good, uh, really interesting. 
um, this is what I'm talking about. Not not the love part, but you know what I mean. The love that's in the afternoon that we all like and enjoy about mm-hmm. soap too. So it was just great, very well done. Both, you know, they did great. The actor and actress did a really good job. And I was shocked to know that she was going to find out this soon that she that he was um, Portia's brother. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. Not the dynamic now. Is she going to pull back? Is she going to be like, oh, this is going to be interesting. I would love to love this in Portia's face. And I'll speak with your brother. So I just want to know how this is all going to pan out. But I'm here for it. And I definitely want him on contract, too. This is great. He's a really good fit. So let's bring on Zeke. Welcome. Um. Who's the one? Vanessa, I think. Yeah, right. I, I, no, I don't really have anything to say about that. Okay. Uh, with okay, I'm gonna go to save this one. Okay, this is the last story. Um, I'm gonna put this together. We got Willow, who's still on the deathbed, and she's talking to this nurse who's telling her all these things about Nina. I was confused with the nurse because she seemed to know a lot, but I don't know who's supposed to know who this lady is. But pretty much telling her if Nina died, you know what would happen, and of course Willow with her stupid dialogue, you know, her mother have some, her mother, you know, yeah, the same nonsense that Harmony had her issues, but you know, you know, Nina of course is you know worse than anybody in the world, and then we also have Michael, Carly, Jocelyn. Carly finds out about the evidence that Jocelyn Michael has. She's pissed and they want her to betray on Sunday. She says no. Jocelyn has her little whiny fit on Monday's episode talk about why don't you turn him in? This is crazy. I don't understand this. And then Carly's like, who the heck did I raise? Did you forget you used to be okay with this? What the heck has happened? She's talking like the audience is talking like, they're like, this is stupid here. And then she brings up everything he did, including Morgan, which let, you know, the whole everybody lose their mind. But then, you know what, and Carly laid the Lord down, and she just smashed that hard, that little drive that they had. So she pretty much set the Lord down and told her daughter to have a blessed day. She later talked to Michael and told Michael that she wants him to him and Dex to actually protect Sonny and don't let him know that, you know, all this is going on. Um, just uh, anything I missed, y'all could just talk about it here. Um, Willow, they're gonna, they have to stop writing Harmony like this. It's just making her character be more unsufferable than she already is. Harmony was a piece of trash who got her in a coat. And again, my issue with this storyline is that Nina is a victim of a storyline. This lady woke up from a coma. This lady woke up from a coma after years of being in there. I would love her daughter to at least have compassion and say, man, you got taken away from us. That wasn't your fault. Mm-hmm. I just think the fact that she's not really, she's just, and just, I just hate the way this whole storyline is going. And Willow, she's just an unsufferable character. This is a lady who's dying that you got none of the fans feeling bad for. That's just a bad writing decision. Y'all going to have to do a lot better than mm-hmm. this. And then we have My- Michael. Uh, okay, I, I, that's nice that, Michael, you're changing your tune, but I am going to need Sonny to find out some way what Michael had done. I'm having a big issue with that because if Nina's going to be exposed, mm-hmm. okay, we know Nina's going to get exposed to be the town provider. I'm here for it. But I'm going to need Sonny to know what the Dex and Michael know because you had a traitor in your organization that you never knew, and now all of a sudden he's going to work for you like a cool dude. No, I need Sonny to find out because this is some nonsense that you – I can't even be happy for this. So you got the people who try to take him down now as his protectors. Are, is the audience supposed to care about this after they have not gotten exposed yet? So if they, I'm sorry, nope, I need them to get exposed. I don't know when, but I need some exposing to happen and Sunny to find out some way or, or overhear a conversation what Michael and Dex had planned for. Oh, they had this plan for a year, and you're going to just drop the storyline and switch this up because you, you you took out of this? No, I need something. And Jocelyn, I just can't with the character. She's another unsufferable one at this point. So, 
Yes, I love Carly. You know something bad when Carly is my favorite character of this week. That that's how it was this week. Um, Carrie, what's up? You can go on there. Thank, thank you. Because here's and here's um, oh, Willow. I'm just gonna be short and sweet on Willow. Bitch, please go meet the meet your maker. Because listen, Harmony is better than Nina. It's ridiculous dialogue. It's just uh, mm-hmm. it's stupid. Now, <clears throat> Jocelyn mm-hmm. John Jacks. Okay. I many everybody who knows me knows I have a saying: two things can be true. Hell, five things can be true. While it is true that Carly put her kids in this life, they did not have a choice in the beginning when they were before. Some of them were born, some of them were babies. That being said, Sonny's done a lot of bad things. I'm not here to defend what he did. That being said, two things: she's first. Let me tackle Michael. Michael's all of about 30. He knows how this works. I don't understand why Carly had to explain to Michael what would happen when, if Sonny were to be gone. Because for all his flaws, he serves a purpose. They don't have to love him. They're adults now. They're not under that roof. I'm looking at Michael going, Michael, everything your mother told you, just you just know this from being grown up there. And second of all, you just dealt with it two years ago when Mama Corinthos, Ma Corinthos had to take the fucking the reins. If you fucking get rid of Sonny, you, you watch the town be taken over by all the other criminals. Secondly, again, I'll say it again for the people in the back. Carly put her kids in these positions and had kids with a mobster. But let me tell you something right the fuck here and now. If Jocelyn was my daughter, while I am sure, yes, Carly was wrong for putting her kids there. But I am sure she lives with that guilt every day. If that were my daughter and she threw <clears throat> my dead son in my face, that bitch would have flew clear across the room, through the drywall and through the brick and out into the patio. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking? <laughs> no, listen. Some domestic violence against child abuse. Yes, yes, yes. And I and then I would pick up the phone on my own self and call DCYS and say, yeah, I just smacked the shit under my kid. Come get me. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm old school. You don't throw, again, Carly's made many mistakes. We all know it. But a low blow, you throw Morgan in her face? No, no. I'm she needed a slap right, right through the fucking wall. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Oh, yeah. Call Dante and say, Dante, come get me. <laughs> sure. You, you know, know what? what? I'm calling, no, I'm calling Chase because he'd sing me a song on the way. <laughs> that's oh, so no. sweet, isn't it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your take on this? I think you've seen this stuff with Josh. She's a lady of a certain age. She's going to agree with me. But I think she's well, going to agree with me this. that she wants Michael to be exposed, too. Yeah. Well, see, first of all, somebody needs to have already taken Jocelyn to the woodshed and have let her visit the woodshed for a little bit. Because, okay. So if Sonny had said, okay, Jocelyn, I'm going to fire Dex, you, would you be okay with that? Because, you know, would you be okay to, oh, Sonny, thank you, please, and thank you. We okay now. We BSF. You, 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 what did Jay call it? Jay, Jay, Jay gave us a new word. She's just obsessed over Dex. I'm not going to say it because it's not 10 o'clock yet. It's, it's not for the time. It's not for the kiddies for me to say that word. So I'm not gonna say I just had? Josh, huh? After the rant I just had? <laughs> well, uh, you 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 at least kept your rant clean. Say it, say it, say it, Daphne. Go ahead and say no, it. Y'all, I'm, 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 
I'm going to wait and let you say it because I'm not going to take your thunder because I love, I'm keeping a, a soap party dictionary on, <laughs> on, on sale January 2024, January 1, 2024. But I'm just saying at this point, Jocelyn got on my nerves. At this point, yeah, if you were to sit here and tell me you still was mad, you still had issues because Sonny, Sonny had your father deported, I could say, you know what? I think I could be okay with that. You still got that childhood issue from that, and you never got over that. But you got over that. You just now pissed off because Sonny didn't do what you wanted him to do. Now, Michael, Michael needs somebody to put a public. You remember how I tell you about that straight bullet that I keep wanting for Jordan? Well, I don't want that straight bullet to take out Jordan anymore. That straight bullet needs to take out Willow and Michael. Michael first, go through Michael and then tap and then hit Willow. Michael is the most, I don't even know if he's entitled. Michael is just, I, I just don't get this character. I, I was loving, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I was loving Carly this week. Jay, yes, I said I was loving Carly because she asked him, did you even think about Donna or Avery and all of this mess? And he's sitting there looking stupid. So I was loving Mama Carly this week. Mama was Carly Bear. She was putting her children in their place. You know, Carly was speaking for the audience. And, yes, I agree with you, Tia. Yes, I agree with you, Carrie. I know for sure I'm going to agree with, um, with, with Jay when he, his turn come around. But, yeah, this was probably the best part of GH that I Well, only other than the, the um, Jordan and Zeke stuff. This was good stuff. I, I was loving it. Carly was speaking for the audience right now. Him? Yeah, I, 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 I hate to say this too, but I totally agree with Carly. I was like, you know what? Ugh, one of the very few times I do agree with Carly in this in this instance. So, and I'm glad she destroyed the evidence. Like, you know what? You you two adults know what the consequences will be. You know what? Why in the world? You know, do you, does she have to tell them this? This is just insane. They're just too blinded for their hatred for something it, it's just so annoying it's so frustrating it's like Carly said she was like you want you want your father to go to jail like are you are you serious like do you hear yourself right now this is just it's insane like do you know what will happen like she said someone will die like but they just then and then I wanted I wanted to throw my television out the window and when he was she was, he was like I mean but, but I just don't feel like that I wanted to just punch him in the face I was like oh I know mm-hmm. that's not in the script but I really wanted Carly to punch him in the face and knock him to the ground. I said, this is just, it was so frustrating okay. for me, that whole thing. So I'm just glad Carly told them off. This is insane. I just want, I, I want him to be exposed. I really want Michael to be found out that he's the one that's been doing all this hiring decks. I mean, I want them all to just be exposed. This, it's, it's, it's insane. It's ridiculous. And Jocelyn, sit down. I cannot stand her. Can't stand Michael. This is just, it's just ridiculous. And it's annoying. And they're frustrating me more and more. They're on the, they're on the screen complaining about Sonny. and want to take them down. This, that, and the other. Think about themselves. I hate it. Not think about the entire family. What's going to do? So, Oh, King Carly on this, surprisingly, this week. She, she definitely, you know, got them straight. But it's insane. that They're so annoying. So we'll see. Tiffany, do you have anything on this? We still wait for one off. Wait. Oh, yeah, I do have something to say. Um, 
I like this one. See, I'm a very, I'm very indifferent about Carly. Fifty percent of the time I like her, fifty percent of the time I hate her. That's how I feel about Carly because she can get, she can be very, because Carly's one of those entitled, inseparable characters. Mm-hmm. But she she stepped up this week and did what she was supposed to do when she realized who her kids was. This is the Carly that I usually like, and all of this just proved what I always believed when this whole SEC thing came out and whatever. And I knew what it was gonna be. No matter no matter how much Michael and Jocelyn can't stand Sunny, Carly would never turn her back on Sunny. She was never gonna do it. I knew that, and I said if everybody paid attention to the history, she was never going to turn Sunny in because no matter what, she still loved Sunny. That's always going to be the guy for her. So she was never going to do it, and I knew it was going to happen, and I loved the reaction she did when she found out about her kids. She put her kids in their place. Mm-hmm. And that's the last one, Mr. J. Okay, so... um Jocelyn and Michael um, are also very special, you know, and I'm going to keep using that word because <laughs> the fact that the fact that Carly had to explain to them the obvious was just preposterous. And mm-hmm. the fact that, um, you know, it's just, it's just ludicrous that, you know, you would think that Sonny going away is going to be beneficial for the town of Port Charles, the town where you raise your children and where you go to school Jocelyn, it makes literally no sense. And the word that I use for Jocelyn Jacks is victimized, because that's how she's acting right now. Nothing makes sense. Uh, nothing is going to get through her head because she's so so engrossed in Dex and his penis that she cannot that she cannot mm-hmm. think straight. So she's victimized. Um, this is when Carly Wright, Carly not Carly Wright, Carly slash Laura Wright excels the best. In these family dynamic scenes, and to me, it was much needed because for months we've been waiting for these things to happen. Well, I've waited for these things to happen where Carly finds out what her breasts are doing. Um, mm-hmm. just it is, it is when it when it benefits them, Michael, and when the mob life benefits Michael and Jocelyn, they say nothing, but when it doesn't benefit mm-hmm. them, they're clutching, they're clutching their pearls and. Oh, we have to stop the violence and sending the dangerous criminal stuff. At the end of the day, is Michael's father, and Sonny is Jocelyn's stepfather. Like mm-hmm. I keep preaching, the divorce decree may be signed. They may not be together no more, but Sonny and Carly are family. It is what it is. They don't have to say another word to each other, but let something happen. They will be by each other's side trying to figure it out and be there for each other. And the fact that those brats have not realized that yet doesn't make any sense to me. Because right now, if something were, if somebody were to grab Jocelyn, Carly's yeah. not going to call the police. She's going to call Sonny. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if, if if one of uh, Michael's children was kidnapped, Michael's not going to call 911. Well, he may call 911. He's going to call Sonny as well because Sonny is a criminal, and criminals leave behind trails. So, of course, he's going to get Sonny, who's the criminal ma- the criminal mob boss of Port Charles, going to get his criminal allies to find out what's going on with that missing child. So it is just, it is just, it was great scenes, great acting, 
and dropping to throw Morgan in her face. Mm-hmm. The difference is Carly is not Carly knows what her being with Sonny has cost her. She's not living in the cloud. She knows what 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 it cost her, and she has has unfortunately accepted it. If not right, Carly should be should have ran screaming from Sonny years ago. But that is the character of Carly. She is a mob wife. She is, you know, a mob ex-wife. You know, she is she is Mrs. Corinthos. And so this is what she has, the character has accepted it and has been this way for 30 years. So Jocelyn, is nothing that you can say that she doesn't already know. So I just thought that that was just cruel to throw Morgan in her face. Um she grieved it, and it's still what not even ten years. It's been what six, seven, five, six years since Morgan blew up. So I just thought that was cool, Jocelyn, and, and, and you knew it was cool because as, as soon as you said it, you opened it. Oh my God, I can't believe I said that. So, um, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that makes a good thing. Lastly, Willow Quartermain or Willow Corinthos, whatever her last name is, you got to go. It's time for mm-hmm. you to go. I, you know what I. I cannot believe she's sitting there on her deathbed talking about some harmony wasn't that bad, but but Manina is is the is the is the is the ruler of all evil that you know she's you know uh uh Nina uh, Trump mm-hmm. like like you, like like for God's sake this woman was put in a coma by her mom for twenty years like like where is the compassion where is where is the basic humanity when it comes to your biological mother. It just it is just off putting and it makes Willow look look ridiculous and unsympathetic. Nobody gives a damn about Willow. Only thing we care about Willow is is to go towards the light. Like it is just it is just mm-hmm. Willow. It, it, it's just absurd that there is no type of growth in her relationship with her mother. It's been what what four or five months since she found out. And there's been nothing like like no no softening, especially on your deathbed. Like you know, yeah, Willow. Uh, uh, poor Nina. You don't. Des- poor Nina doesn't deserve a brat like Willow. Like 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 you know. And this and this and yes, Nina is is is, is not a saint. She's over there pulling shenanigans too. But at this point. She don't even right now, even when her calling the SEC, she don't deserve Willow. Like she don't deserve Willow. Willow deserves to be miserable and alone. Like uh-huh. it's it, 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 I don't know what these writers are thinking. Like do you think that we sitting there, yeah, girl, the woman that yeah. you in a cult and, and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. is better than Nina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's flawed, but she's not evil. Like she's not, you know, she has circumstances the way she acts where she acts. So, yeah, Willow Girl. And you know what made it worse? Here's the thing. You know what made it worse? She said it, like, months ago. She and I, I literally had to rewind. She did it again this, like, she said it a second time. It was idiotic the first time, but to, uh, no one all you know, you're going to say it again? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and didn't, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't, um, uh, didn't a Harmony kidnap Willow from Nina right out the womb? Or, or something, mm-hmm. I don't recall it was yeah, that's the to her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some foolishness going involved. So, so what are you talking about, Willow? Like, you, okay, GH, y'all keep on. Y'all, y'all think that if she survived, we all be, oh, Willow survived. <laughs> we were so scared she wasn't. No, we're not. We're going to be like, damn, <laughs> shit. 
I always joke and say, you know, soap fans can't agree that the sky is blue, but the character of Willow, other than, you know, the group of fans who happen to like her, like, I think the the, the, the plurality of GH audience is like, shut the fuck up and die already. That might sound cool, but you have a character sitting there, you're on her deathbed. If I'm on my deathbed, I want to make sure that all my relationships are done and, and, and all all of my uh, past and my issues are fixed before I go up to the upper room. I want to make mm-hmm. sure that, you know, the people who are left to live in this world are not are filled with grief over the issues that we had, that we will fix it, at least give our relationship some peace. So Willow over there, oh, Willow, Nina was mean to me, so I, girl, mm. well, okay. Well, I mean, you know what, let's, Okay, oh, oh, sorry. I was saying, okay, okay, girl, that's that's what you want. Well, let, let's go to the show that Jay should be watching because it's the best to me, the best. Y'all have a nice night. Right y'all have a wonderful yeah, night. I'll talk to y'all later. By a hundred miles. you catch up with the soap while you're away too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go, and catch up <laughs> go do go do something useful with your time. Watch Y yes. Yeah. Yes. Mhm. So we are headed to YNR, and Carrie has that. Let's see. This week, look, who we're kidding. It's it's about Kyle and Summer's marriage being on the rocks because he found out to the extent that she was up in Phyllis's business. He even brought Chance to the room to bust Phyllis, but luckily, I guess, for Phyllis and unluckily for uh, Summer, they weren't there. And, of course, Summer helped him. I'm sure it helped her get away. Meanwhile, this is how you write a villain in a short amount of time. Kim and Kirsten t- took no time to get the hell back to Genoa City, cause all kind of havoc. He's responsible for killing the kitty. Um, then they send sh- uh, uh, Faith away. And Nick and he had that confronta- verbal confrontation, and Nick punched the wall and bruised his knuckles. And, of course, everybody on planet Earth knew that was going to come back to haunt him because Cameron Kirsten's so crazy that he had somebody over come over, kick his ass so that he could have Nick Newman framed, which he was. Chance had to take him to to, to, the, uh, to prison, and when he tried to plead his case, Chance brought out another going, hey, you didn't learn from the Ashland mess either. But everybody, don't worry, because Nick has Adam on babysitting, Sally, Sally Spector mm-hmm. babysitting Judy, mm-hmm. for all of you who are concerned about her and her baby. Um, Tia, you want to get that out of the way? Yeah, I sure do. Um, I am dragging Mr. Adam Newman. To me, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to hear about anything Nick is doing until Adam is written in the character again because he he was just a, just a straight up idiot this week. So you mean to tell me Nick tells you this is what's going on with this dude Cameron who comes into town, and your your idiotic reaction is, oh oh, so we know who you chose. Oh over you chose, so you had to. I guess you chose this one over the other one, Adam. Just like you did through, two portrayers ago. When you chose Sharon over over Chelsea multiple times, where your wife was over there crying and acting a fool, which I'm so what Sally is dealing with is not the biggest thing in town. Sharon is dealing with life and death situations, and I am going to slam the writers because this is out of character of Adam. It's not one percent of Adam. The Adam I know would have said, "Oh my goodness, what's going on?" and make a phone call to Sharon, or would have went to the house itself. He, let's stop right. with Sally being the end right. of all. This is too much. It is literally to me assassinating his character. I don't care if Ali is popular. I don't care if they have a fan yeah. base, but you have to write them in character. I want people to know a carrier is going to remember this. Michael Muni, although he was popular with Sharon back in that time, 
him and Chelsea also became popular. But you know what? When Sharon was in the crisis, they didn't care how popular Chatham was. They wrote Chatham true to history, and he was by her side the whole way, and Chelsea was having a mental breakdown when that happened. Because she's like, why you keep saving her? This is the same dude again. And, and I can't even give them a That's why he kept Connor's picture. This is why he didn't know Connor was his child, because Chelsea got jealous of, of the fact that he kept running to her back and home. And then again, this is still the same. Even with this portrayal, they had him the same way. When Ray died, he said, Victor said, I should stay away. He said, yeah, I'm going to do that. And guess where he was? Five minutes later, he was at that house like, no, I'm not going to stay away at all. So again, I could be wrong. Probably in the next week, we are going to get something to change my mind. But to me, you cannot make this character 24-7 about Sally. You, you, You just cannot do it. Because I slammed Adam again last week to carry with his treatment of Chelsea. So he's going to isolate. Every, so in this point, y'all literally making him not care about Connor, not Chelsea. Now we're going to add Sharon. So we're going to add every, He only cares about Sally and the baby. He has a kid. So I cannot, I just personally can't deal with the writer for Adam. So unfortunately, I never thought I would say this in over a decade of watching Adam. He's going to have to probably be a fast forward button to me because I refuse to write this character, not be be written in character. Even when he's written as evil and slow and doing stupid stuff, at least he's in character for me. He he's not in character right now. How you this is this is the time you're gonna slam Nick for looking after Sharon? Are you serious? If anything, Adam should be like, you know what? You go ahead and focus on Sally and not work work on Sharon. Let let's do that. If you want to do something, this is about a, a who's gonna win Sally over contest. This triangle is terrible. They didn't build any of these relationships to be this powerful. So, yeah, Adam, I, I'm going to slam you. You were probably my least favorite character this week just because that confirmation with Nick. This person is after her after they live, and we know by this promo, everyone want to say, Faith is going to get kidnapped. So if I don't get a reaction mm-hmm. to Adam, then I am I am officially off the Adam train for the next. Give me a year break from Adam, and I could go mm-hmm. off the show. If he still plays this foolishness next week, then you could take me, consider me off the Adam train because it's out of character. And I'm just going to slam the writer. So that, that's all I'm going to say about this. That His reaction mm-hmm. was pitiful. I don't care about Sally with anybody at this point. Cause the thing, yeah, and this is a, he's got, got her kidney, so this wouldn't even make sense that he's not flocking to her. But okay, Kim? That took me off too. I had to rewind it. I was like, "Wait, am I hearing this correctly? It, what, what's happening right now?" I was so furious. I was so upset. I said, "This it makes no sense at all." I was like, "Why is he acting like that? Like this is weird to me." I, I was, I was just appalled. I was, I was shocked, appalled, and upset. So yeah, they're definitely gonna have to do. He's, they're gonna have to do better. I don't know if he just he's not taking it serious or not, but this is I think it's insane. So I I really need for him to do better. I definitely gotta just get off his high horse, whatever he's doing, and get back into reality here. So that I was so disappointed with his reaction while sharing and stuff and Cameron being back. So I just and then with the whole Sally thing, I oh I mean I'm not really here for. Nick and Sally anymore. Like I said, like I told you all, I'm, I'm not, I'm just not, you know, like I used to be. And so I'm just not really sad or anything like that for them. I just, I just, I just kind of want this storyline to end with Sally and for them to move on to something else and do something next. So I'm just not really, I don't really care about the storyline anymore, to be honest with you. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I just, I was just more disappointed too with, with with how he reacted. I thought he was going to be even more concerned. He could still be concerned with, with about Sally too at the same time, but also want to leave Carl Sharon to just reach out to her. So that's what I was kind of just thumped into the wall guard about. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see. 
Vanessa, do you have an opinion on Adam and Sally and Adam's reaction to Nick being where he should be? Oh, I set that up. And this is still on? I'm not, I can't look at the switchboard, so I don't know. Oh, let's see. Vanessa, you still on? Oh, maybe she stepped away. Um, is Daph still on? Daph, you still on? Let me see. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, Adam, so yeah, just okay. get Vanessa, if you come in, just jump in at the time for me, because we don't know if you want, but go ahead, Daph. So the Adam that I know would have said, hold on, wait a minute. I'm going to go in with you. Let me make a few calls, and then we'd have failed mm-hmm. Cameron tied up in the basement somewhere. Or we'd have seen all of a sudden Cameron going, no, oh, and a car ran over him. Um, that's the mm-hmm. Adam that we know, the dog Adam, or who, or who would have said, uh-uh, I'm going with you to protect Sharon. And you would have seen Nick and right. Sherry, Nick and Adam playing, you know, trying to figure out who's, you know, who's more dominant and trying to protect Sharon. I could see Nick, I could have seen Adam saying, um, we go stick, um, we go stick Sally over there with Chelsea, um, or, or, you know, to keep them safe and all of that stuff. It's it's just, Mm -hmm. I just, I just don't fully sometimes know what they really want to do with Adam. They want Adam to be the bad guy, but then they want Adam to be the, um, the complicated brooding hero. Or then they want him, you know, so I'm like, I need you to figure out what you need to do with Adam and stick with it, because I'm not liking how this Adam, this Adam that they're doing right now. And you know, I love me some Adam, some Adam Newman. So next, you know, I'm I'm not. I'm not down with this, especially since we all know that Adam and Sharon have that connection. They got that mm-hmm. that BFF friendship and stuff. You mean yeah. to tell me he's gonna be like, what? Well, but well, Nick, we know where your loyalties and stuff lie. Come right. on, there. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just so weird. Um, like I said, I'll give them. I gotta wait till next week. I, if, if you're gonna have Adam on screen, you better have something better than what I've seen this week. I'm gonna give them the. I'm gonna give you him the benefit of the doubt to say, hey, maybe he's not taking this seriously and it's about Sally. But I'm gonna need him to right. take off them Sally blonde to come net when some things get serious this week. I don't want to hear Sally name in this episode. I'm sorry. Right. Unless she fall down yep, some steps, I, I don't need no concern for Sally right now. This ain't about yeah. right. We already had to hear right. it. We were trying to have a con- conversation with Connor, but, yeah, we'll see. Um, everybody's focused. I mean, it's like like you said, it's life and death. I mean, come on. If this mm-hmm. was silliness, then fine, whatever. But So, meanwhile, on the other end of town, um, Summer had a feeling that she had to get her mother out of that hotel room, and she her feeling was right because Kyle had no qualms about bringing Chance over there, and he's like, you know, your wife's going to get uh, in trouble too. So, Imagine their surprise when Phyllis was long gone, and um, then he went back home and told his mother and father that some is known for a while, and Diane, of all people, was the voice of reason to say, well, you know, she was in a, a rock and a hard place, and what would you do if it was me or your mother-in-law? And and I, and I that's kind of, look, obviously someone was wrong. Of course, Kyle has every single right to be pissed at her, but it still comes back to, even though she, she's an adult, she made choices, a, a good part of this is her mother put her in a terrible position. Way to go, mommy, dearest. All we needed was the wire hangers. Um, 
So Diane was like, yeah, you know, we got to cut her some slack. And Jack's like, oh, you're a better person than me. Um, so that's that. I mean, if you want to weave to you the 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 Tucker and Ashley stuff in, you can. I, I mean, I I don't quite understand um, Ashley. Diane can't be part of it, but Tucker can. Oh, okay. So it, um, thanks for adding Tucker and Ashley for if I could tell Tucker Ashley what a dumb idiot she is. I, I'm so tired of this character. I loved Abby's reaction. Like, mom, what the heck? Tucker, the reason why, unless she's not truly playing Tucker, her reaction, her whole love and commitment towards Tucker makes actually zero sense. This dude knew Diane was alive, and he did not say something. Are you upset with Diane for that? This guy is the reason she's in town. because You know, actually, you hate that Diane is in town. Every time you look at Tucker, you should be pissed off at that because he's the one who made her come to town. He said, hey, Diane, I got to wait for you to come back in town. If he just left Diane be, she still would have been faked in her death today. So you need to be upset with him and say, why would you help her come back to town? Now I got to deal with her and see her every day. So be upset with this person. This person came into town to try to take Jabot, and that's why Daphne would probably say, one of her favorite scenes is when Jack checkmate her, and he said, oh, you're talking about me being used the way Tucker's using you, and he said he's trying to get his money, his hands on Jabot products, and she she had to drink a, a glass of water because she could not believe that Tucker would be playing her this way. She knows all these details, and you're telling me she's still willing to say, well, you know what, I still want to take over Jabot. Even after finding out everything, your reaction is still like, oh, my goodness, Jack, I can't with Diane. She's making my life a living hell. I mean, my goodness, what has this child done to you? She's done nothing. Like, it's just too much. And I like that even to the point, even Tucker's upset. He was like, Diane, Diane, Diane. He is, he's tired of this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, and he just said it so nonchalant, like, oh, and it's, and it's quite, I would say this, like, I didn't agree. Well, I would help give Kim. Kim said something a few, it was Kim or somebody who said something a few years, a few months ago. I didn't really feel all that sympathy for Tucker because I think you were saying you feel bad for Tucker because it looked like he's getting used or something. But mm-hmm. I actually, for the first time, did feel bad for him because even though she's saying mm-hmm. this, I do still believe she's using him because you could see it in Tucker's yep. reaction. When she said, when she said the line, she said, yeah, because we getting married and stuff like that, and, and I'm happy for you going along with this, with this was supposed to be a joke, and you going along with it. And you could see Tucker's face. He's just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she, she, she is, she's probably 50% meaning it, but I still believe deep down she's using him. Everything she's doing with Phyllis was doing with Jack. It's all about Diane. It's nothing about him at all. It's like anything I could do to stick it to Diane, I am going to do this. But it's like I think Tucker's getting hurt in the end. So at this point, if he ends up playing her, then I think she's going to deserve it, unfortunately, because you can't be playing with people hard like this. You either accept that he's changed right. or not. Like, you can't keep playing these games with people. So, again, like if Jack was holding Diane based on what she did all that time ago, then they never would have been moving forward as well. So you either accepting him and mm-hmm. truly believing he's changed or you don't accept him at all. So, Ashley, you're just full of crap on all accounts. When it goes to Cal and Summer, Yes, I do agree. Her mother got her into this. But to me, Cal's dialogue in that Monday, Tuesday episode is why I want them to break up. I know I'm like, couples work it out sometimes, but look, Cal and Lola didn't work it out. So sometimes couples don't need to work it out. In this case, it's just that she made him feel guilty during this marriage. That's what my issue is. She made it seem like it was something he was doing was wrong. If that never happened, I probably could have gave some of the benefit of doubt. But even after she found out the truth, she still went at Diane like, no, after what you did to my mom, even like gaslighting the whole situation that you knew all the whole time that your mother did this thing, these things. So this is why I am cow on staying on her neck. I don't care what's going on here. So I completely agree with that. So I said, Nia, I'm um, I'm a thousand percent team team uh 
Team, team Cal here. I love the rage, and it's about time that we get to see Michael Mueller do something because he's kind of haven't been able to do something in a few years. I think they kind of scaled him back, and we remember the way he came into town. Probably he's like Jack. I don't want yeah, no, no, yeah, but even then, he didn't have the spark to me. He only had the spark like the first few months he came on the show, and he was all about, oh, and he was a little bit of playboy. We thought it was going to hook him and Mariah together. Like, he had that edge to the character that I really enjoyed. He's like, screw you, Jack. I just want to be a son of Victor. That's how he came back into town. And it's like we took all, we stripped all that kind of away a little bit this time around. So I kind of like that we getting that edge back. And I like that Michael, man, he killed. I mean, everybody on this show got some Emmy reels. He got some Emmy reels this week. I said, you go ahead, Michael. He was laying it down. He said, even after what you did with Diane, okay, let's put that away. But you made me as a husband feel little. You made me feel it was nothing I could do to help you. You made this dude go to sleep every day miserable like my poor, my poor wife is over there grieving. And you ain't grieving. And again, it's okay that you lied to that. Okay, I understand you cannot tell the truth about your mother. But you do gasoline in a fire by still attacking Diane while you know the truth. Mm-hmm. That's what I care. That's what I don't think he should mm-hmm. forgive. I'm sorry. I'm being honest. I don't care if they get a divorce. I know I am for couples working right. it out. No third parties. But in this case, I'm sorry, Scal. Y'all don't. Y'all not gonna jump in that radar at me because this is a different level. The person mother was in jail, and if it was up to you, you still wouldn't have done it. And that's Cal's issue. He said, "So well, if Daniel never told, were you ever gonna tell?" Daniel to this day is telling Peter, Tom, and Jerry. I'm every single week. I'm like, who is it? Daniel telling that? I'm waiting for the next person he's telling. He's just waiting to tell. He, I'm just waiting. At this time, we all agree. It's time to put the billboard up there and say, "Hey, Phyllis is alive, everybody." Well, how many, how many impressions would that bill? I wonder how many impressions that billboard would get. He was sure a lot. At this point, just give it to everybody. So I, I loved it. Ashley is my least favorite. Ashley, be quite honest, she was my least favorite character this past week. So I hope she don't even get one inch of Ken Kears. But that's it. Speaking of Kim Kiz, well, Kim, go ahead. You know, so <laughs> so the thing here is that first, okay, first let me this whole Tucker uh, situation and Ashley and stuff like that. That that is just this is I'm so tired. I'm so sick and tired of Ashley saying that whole Diane, Diane, Diane mess. I'm actually glad that Tucker was like, look, you know, why don't we just we'll do our own thing or whatever. Just leave it alone. Whatever. If that's the case, you really think she's going to do that? Just let them have it. Who cares? Whatever. Let's just do this and that and the other. And we can just conquer and do our... No, I just want to give her that Diane. She's going to destroy my building. I'm, I'm protecting my family. She always says that. No, you just hate her so much. That's what you want to do. And I just feel like they're just excusing what Phyllis did even the people who know, starting more and more people starting to know or figure out or, you know, hear about what Phyllis did. Like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I, well, you know, I'm glad she's alive, you know. And, you know, and, they, they're just, and that's it. You know, yeah, I mean, some payback, huh? Well, well, Diane did the same thing. I mean, they're just doing, going on and on and on. It's just so frustrating. So with the whole, when they had, we were at, the, at society and they had Devon and Abby there and stuff, they having dinner and telling them what happened or what was going on, and the fact that Tucker did look like that, I was like, Tucker, he is so mysterious. And I think, you know, Daphne, I said this too, I know he 
has that loyalty takes to dinner or whatever because he there's something about him, his demeanor, his character and everything. This is his voice, the way he speaks and everything. So I actually felt bad. He he got my Kim care. Tucker did because he just he's like a little lost little puppy. He's just so happy that he'll take anything, you know, just to be with Ashley. He doesn't care if it is fake or whatever. And I love the fact that Daddy I mean Daddy, well you know that's their hashtag, but Devon and Abby were thrown out too like, Whoa, really? Okay, well it really wasn't Tucker's idea. My mom is basically the crazy one here, trying to get this, this insane. <laughs> and then my favorite line too of that whole scene was Abby was telling Devon, she was like, Now I don't even know if I'm more worried about my mom being used or Tucker being used. And I'm like, That is so because now she's starting to see how many suckers are going to be there. He's going to be getting the short end of the stick. And he's going to be a little tired, right? It's just so sad to me. It's horrible. And, you know, I think it's going the same thing. But it's just, that is just, yeah. I'm going to see what happens next. At first, I was like, oh, I can't stand asking Tucker. But this is interesting. I feel so bad for Tucker. But he, he can still do anything after telling him to. So that, that's that. But then for Kyle and Summer and all these and Jack and Diane. I was actually upset with Diane. I was like, okay, Diane, you're laying on a little bit thick, just excusing what someone did. Okay, yeah, I get it. Okay, you know, it's a shoe on the other foot. You know, come on. Okay, I get out of saying that, but it, I don't care what Phyllis May Summer do. That's not even the issue or the point. I will always and forever go back to what Summer put Kyle through when she found yep. out he was still working with Victor to kick Adam out of Javot, and that was just a week or two oh, yeah. that he, had, he, you know, he, he kept that secret. And she was just, I'm sitting in the guest room. You lied to me. You did change my coat. I knew. Girl, bah! And this, you, you keep something this big? And you had Kyle just trying to, you know, figure out, you know, she hates me or what's going on, all her emotions and everything. I just, I don't like that. You know, I really, really, really don't like that. So with that being said, I'm going to need for, I, I, at this point, I honestly don't, I, I don't care if they get divorced either. I don't care if you move on to someone else, even if they, I don't even know if they're in game. I don't even care at this point. I just need some consequences, consequences for Summer's actions, no matter what. Because like after Diane told him, you know, like, you know, just have some sympathy, you know, just kind of see where she's coming from. And he was like, ugh, I get it. But at the same time, it, it's, it's not only that, it's just the fact that she betrayed the trust in our marriage. And so I don't know if I could ever get over that. That's what he said. So I'm like, thank you. So, and I'm glad that he had that conversation with Mariah. And, you know, we know Mariah doesn't like Summer anyway. But, I mean, I agree with Mariah. Go ahead and just, you know what you got to do. Just leave. Take us to the curb. Like, this is, it's still not excusable. So, uh, with that being said, I just, uh I just I just need for them to just hurry up and just end it or do something permanently, temporarily, you separated something because it's just not no excuse whatsoever in life. Like I said, I will always go back to that, you know, for what she put him through. So, yeah, that's most of my thoughts. Daphne? Oh, Lord, I don't know how I can talk to you guys, but all I can say was this week, I could not wait to take my lunch at 1 o'clock. Because, when I, well, in my area, Younger Buses comes on at 12.30. But I like to take my lunch at 1 so that I can start, and then I can I get so excited, I can fast forward through some of the commercials. So for me, the character that got to me this week was Kyle. Okay, so let, well, let me ask you this. Have we talked about Phyllis yet? 
Uh, well, it's wrapped up in the Kyle and Summer Phyllis, so go ahead. Okay. I okay, so let me just talk about Phyllis for just a second. I hate that know-it-all smirk that Phyllis, notice I said Phyllis, not Michelle, that Phyllis always has. She has that um that that um white smirk, and when Kyle was leading to her, she had that little smirk was like that little smirk on her face, that little smirk smile. And I like the fact that Kyle sort of knocked the smirk off her face and was like was giving it to her in real time and and about all of the stuff that you've done. Yeah, that's even if you, you say. Even if you eliminate the killing of of of, of Stark, Phyllis, you got a whole lot of. See, this is the thing I don't get. Okay, some of them y'all talking about she killed Stark. It was self defense. I'm like Chance now. How do you know? All you got is her word for it. You don't know what happened. Um, Phyllis needs to come in. So I'm sitting there going, okay. You sitting there with that smirk, but all of look at all of the stuff that you did prior to killing Stark. That's jailable offenses. And you supposed to say, well, oh, because I got tangled up in the Stark. I brought if I had to brought him to town, you wouldn't have got tangled up. But um, I, I should not have to go. So I was just loving Kyle Weeman to Phyllis. I was also loving Kyle Weeman to, to to Summer because I, I love the conversations that he was having, you know, the next day. Oh, well, let me just say before this, you had, you had some of Phyllis going, well, I can fix this. I can fix this. You know, I can fix this. I can fix this. And Kyle looking at her like, Helper, you can't fix this. You, your, your fixing this is what's gotten us into this trouble. The next day, you had, you had Summer mouthing the same thing, I can fix this. I can fix this. But I do love Kyle's comment. He says, well, how long were you in planning to do this? Once my mother was in jail, you know, well, what was going to be the time frame, you know, to get your mother out? What if you never got your mother out? You know, you just sit there and you lied to me. And when he told me it wasn't about Diane, but yes, it was that she, you know, that she just sit there and let him, just let him flounder, thinking he does something wrong, thinking he couldn't help her, you know. And I was like, go for it. When he took, and I know a lot of people had an issue when he asked for her phone. I didn't have a problem with that because dummy, dummy, someone. If you don't want about looking at your phone, you should have deleted the number. Mm-hmm. You should have, you should have, mm-hmm. you should have deleted the number. And you should have deleted the text messages. You should have memorized the number, and you should, or you know, or put the contact under somebody else. But you were stupid enough for, for doing that. So I was loving Kyle. I was loving Diane. Diane. People were saying, "Oh, Diane, she's just doing this." My whole point is, I love the fact that Diane sort of took Summer's side. Not Summer's side, but she was trying to explain to him what if the shoe was on the other foot. And I kind of loved that. Because not even Jack was like, Jack was like, oh, no, the heifer got a fry. She needs to, and I was like, wow. And you know Jack always has this affinity for Summer. Summer is like the daughter he didn't have. Because at one point, they, everybody thought it was his daughter. So you know Jack is, Jack loves that child. So I was loving all of that. I love the fact that 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 Kyle talked to some people, and I love the fact that Kyle said, "Screw it, um, Chance, I'm taking you to her." Here's where she was at, and Summer 
with her stupid self. Some of the, and like Chance told, you're going to end up in jail on the festival charges, you know, and everything. But see, and I can't believe that your mom, that your mom, that Stephyllis, well, Daniel told her, you, that's why she didn't call me. You knew she she was doing this because she could get you to do what she wanted you to wanted wanted her to do. What did you to do? Phyllis is gonna call summer to lose everything, and I wonder how she's gonna gonna be able to do with her to handle her mama once this is over with. Kyle is gonna tell her deuces, and I hope he does. Now, Daniel, 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 I love me some Daniel. Daniel telling everybody. He's like, no, no, y'all go hey, can't have me grieving. Phyllis is alive. She's over here. She's alive. I don't talk to her. So I'm loving that dynamic. I actually love Michael Baldwin when Michael Baldwin was over there talking to Summer. First of all, he told her, it's a conflict. I cannot represent your mother. And I was like, Finally, somebody has read Law 101 about everybody in town being represented by the same person. So I love the fact that somebody finally went to, went to law school, but I also like the fact that Michael told her, you know, basically that your mom has committed some crimes, that your mom has done some things that was wrong, and Summer still can't believe it. Summer wants her mom to come home and just be like she done nothing. And for the people who say this is Phyllis being written out of character, for me, this is not Phyllis being written out of character. This is what happened. Usually by now, Phyllis would have figured out some way it would have been right if she would have threw the rock, broke the house, mm-hmm. and then said, see, I told you the rock was, I told you guys the rock was, was inside. Yeah, I, yeah, I broke into the house. I broke in the window. I shot up mm-hmm. the place. But I had to do that because the robbers were inside. This is Phyllis's, when Phyllis's shenanigans don't go, she's never, I don't think Phyllis has ever hated had nobody to not believe her or her shenanigans not result in the, you know, result in a positive result for her. But look what she did to Tara. She used her own hotel. She basically hacked into Tara's computers to find out that mm-hmm. Tara was a white-collar criminal. But, of course, she was right. She, she didn't. She didn't get in trouble for that because she what apologized and she was right. Tara was was stealing money and was had a, had a con going on. So I, I'm I'm loving this now. Tucker, yeah, Tucker can get Tucker is creepy as all get go. He must have went to whispering school. Um, he must be the um a, a whispering mm-hmm. actor because I love it. I, you know, but the, this is the first time I actually agreed with Tucker. Was like Ashley, well, why can't you just let Jack go? You know, why can't you? And if, and if Diane has a scheme and a plan, then that's too bad, too sad for Jack. Then he then he learns mm-hmm. his lesson with that. So I was like, thank copy for for Tucker. Ashley's got on my last clip of nerve. I just need I, I I can't wait. I'm hoping that Tucker is pulling one up on her. I was actually loving Devon and Abby this week. I hadn't liked them for a long time. They were basically you couldn't con them. You couldn't um they went in like mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is gonna be a fake ma- when when Abby said this is gonna be a fake marriage and Devon went, mm-hmm. I was like, That's just like my family. I like the fact that Abby realized that her mom is up to no good. And I hope that Abby does not vote for her mom. I hope that Abby votes for Jack and all of them, you know, for all of this. And she falls on her face. And, you know, and, and right now we got Abby having sympathy for Tucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Are you still on? Okay. I am. So um, now we get to the meat and potatoes of the week. Hold on, Carrie. What's your thoughts on the story? You didn't say your thoughts. Oh, for what? Oh, um. Huck on Ashley and Ben Scow. I know. I know you still firmly more. You well, you're not on summer side. You just understood what Diane is saying. Yeah, I feel like yeah, Diane. I think it is. It's kind of like like you said, Daphne. Jack, you would have thought Jack would have been the one because he have that soft spot for summer. So do I think it's I'm I'm fine with one person. I don't think. And she says I'm not excusing it. But what would you do, Kyle? And and yeah, like you said, I must have been on hiatus the last time. And when I say this, of course, I'm not saying she always did him right, but I'm like. I just, Phyllis has just set such a train, although uh, someone does know, because there was a line of dialogue where she's like, yeah, you did such and such, we don't have time to talk about that right now. I do know. I, I love what she said that about Phyllis. Yeah. Phyllis said, this is all my fault. Yeah, she said, she said, yeah, it is, but we can't talk about that right now. I think maybe I think. when, 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 when I, I do hope at some point, even though she made her own decisions, I do hope there's a point in time where, where, um, Summer does get if, if her marriage she loses the marriage over this or at least for the short term I hope there's a point in time where Summer can drag her because she can apologize all she wants but doesn't mean shit um, mm-hmm. and the thing and, and of course you know granted Summer's a, a liar okay whatever whatever but well, if he's gonna if the, if the spoilers are remotely true well he's not gonna get a fucking uh, a truth teller but I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I mean, I said it in real time. I felt terrible for Kyle because we, the audience, knew, and this man thought he was failing as a husband. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm probably one of the few that mm-hmm. do want them to survive from this. Do I want mayhem? Yep, sure do because Kyle's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my stance on that. Ashley and Tucker, I, I hope Tucker does. I, I hope Tucker ends up playing Ashley because she's so insufferable. I don't even understand mm-hmm. her. Oh, like, so you actually like talking now? Like, do you feel? Do you actually feel sympathy, or you feel that she? Do you feel she's using him as a question? I do, but I don't feel sympathy because he, 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 I don't. I don't think she's that subtle about it. I mean, Helen Keller can see it for heaven's sakes. So, I, mm-hmm. not that I feel sympathy, but but I'm team Tucker take her down because she's stupid. She doesn't want Diane in there. But what do you think can happen if you get Tucker having a foothold in the company? I don't quite get that mm-hmm. logic, but what do I know? Um, mm-hmm. so that's my take on it. Okay. Oh, Cameron Kirsten. So we all knew that when Nicholas Newman punched the wall and not, uh, uh his face, it wouldn't, wasn't going to matter. This guy was going to set him up. I guess I wasn't thinking that he was that diabolical. He got his own cell, his ass kicked and here comes Chance to arrest Nick. He's like, I didn't do anything. Well, his face says otherwise. And he's right there to say, aren't you, aren't you going to arrest him? Like, what's this privilege shit? He he literally, he, he made sure he got to that coffee house because he wanted the front row seat and Nicholas getting taken out of there, which is going to obviously leave um, his family vulnerable till we know what's coming. Uh, this, this here storyline literally, I'll say this, Diane's non-plan plan, which which is rolling into this, <laughs> has to me reinvigorated that show and... And then yeah. breakdown right and five breakdown runners are gone. Huh? Uh, you know <laughs> this the Sharon Sharon case is just is shining. Mhm. Yeah. And, agree. and and Nick is where he needs to be. Sorry, Adam. Yep. Mhm. Well yeah, well I would say I concur. Like to me this storyline uh, Lyndon Asprey, I mean he Man, him and Susan, what a powerful a, a couple right there. They bring a storyline yep. out of everybody. I, 
I remember right. that Peter Bergman. Peter Bergman had no storyline. We was over there complaining. I think Daphne, like, what the heck y'all have Jack over here doing two years ago? You brought Susan Walters on. You can't get enough of Jack now. You see him every episode now. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at what Diane did. Then you got the husband. He come back. They wanted to be quite honest. Looking at it, since they wanted to bring him back last year, I'm curious if they wanted to bring him in as that time Susan came in. Although now I'm happy they didn't because I think it's fitting a little bit the flow of the storyline now. And I, you know, so I kind of like it. And, and it's just, to oh, me, this is how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the crazy thing is that he, like, I think a lot of people don't know in the interview, he said, like, just in case people don't know, Josh, uh, the, the, the Linda who played Cameron said that Josh wanted to bring him back last year. He was not available. So, again, Josh asked again this year, hey, can, can you come back? He said he doesn't have time, but he could do it in the limited run. And then Josh said, okay, I'm, he, whatever he had, I guess he just put it in whatever episodes we had seen him in. We don't know what his last episode is, but I guess Josh worked it around this schedule. And I'm going to say, Whatever schedule he gave him is working because this storyline is not going too slow. Mm-hmm. But it also don't feel rushed. This feels like a storyline that this is how a storyline moves when you have a nut in town. I don't need to get overhyped over the person. We don't need any of that. The person was talking Sharon for, what, two episodes, and then we knew who it was. Cameron right now is written better as a one-dude villain than Ashlyn and Jeremy were promoted Caban. It's not even like mm-hmm. he is just killing it out of the park. The the music that play, I think he has like the best scary music. I love that music that plays in the. He got his own. That's how you know you made it. You got your own evil music, like you know Sheila Carter got her music. They got Kim yep. with his own evil music. Anytime you hear that music, you like, oh my goodness. And then that Monday, I'm not sure if it was Monday or last Friday. I can't remember the episode where Victor like I got this under control. And then at the end. They terrified and said, yeah, he took out one of the police officers. And then you hear the music. I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is creepy. And she is like, oh, my goodness. So you don't know what detective is his. And then Nick came in the whole, oh, that room in the hotel. That's probably like my favorite scene of the week. Came in the hotel and Cameron is like, okay, are you done? You you, you okay? Like, you're not scaring me at all, Nicholas Norman. Like, go ahead. Like, it's like he's. He's so calculated. Everything that they are doing, he know what they're going to do. Like, and that's what Chance is saying. I'm a thousand percent sure he knew that Nick would come in there. Right after that, he first said, I know Nick is going to come in here. He is going to attack me, and I am going to lie and say this. So he is such a smart, calculated villain. And I shouldn't love a villain like this because he's such an evil person. But, man, this show is going to be so depressing when this character leaves. I, I need evil in this. Oh, I, I just need yeah. evil. In, it's just, we, oh, we have been missing villains. I mean, I've been saying on their days, like, days used to have the best villains, but they turned all these villains into heroes and good dudes. Like, Xander was my favorite villain, and now he's just, I don't even know what the heck he is. I still love him, but I just miss a good villain, and Cameron is taking people to the past, and what I love, they're not really toning him down for the 2023. He still says stuff as dirty as he used to say, like with the Sharon with the mouth thing. I said, how y'all was able to get that out of the writer's room? Like stuff that he's saying that's so fit into what he was back in the day, and then just the fact that he got Nick so raised and so pissed off, it's finally giving Josh from Marvel something to do, because I think Nick he really hasn't been loved for the past few years on this show. So I think this is getting people to say, okay, we love you again, Nick. We actually find you relevant. Sharon, we finally seeing her as, as always acting her behind off and being terrified in this storyline. And again, it would be nice to see a Noah back on screen when this happens next week. I would love to see him on screen, but you know, can't get everything. But this story, I agree, Carrie, is the best storyline in the show. I, 
I am going to be devastated when Cameron leaves. I can't. I know he's an evil dude, but man, he is breathing life to the show. He is literally must watch TV. I see people who's not watching the show say, "Okay, I got to see what the heck is going on." Because it's just like it's so. It's like they they are not missing beats. And again, this is what you said. This is how you invest. You know, like we talk about GH and all these soaps. When it is a soap opera, an audience member did not watch in the past. This is how you write it. Literally, for his first five episodes, minus the cliffhanger episode, they show flashback, but it fit the tone of what was going on. It was a flashback in every episode. So you know beginning, middle, end, end of how this storyline went. You, don't, you know you know that Sharon was with Nick. She had this. You know the whole storyline. So because I got to give it to whoever put the... Yeah, I give the credit for them. This storyline is brilliant. I give them all a round of applause for this. Whoever was responsible for that, Jaws for reaching out to him again, he could have easily recast it and said, "I'm not going to show flashbacks." But now you're looking at it. This storyline needed flashbacks, so I could see why Jaws said, "Hey, I need you to come back. I know you was on for a year, but we need you to be back on this show now." And his, so I'm and, his and, I, and, and I'm, I'm not being, I'm trying, and I mean this with all flattery. His look totally fits this bill. He looks crazy. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, this is how it happens when the person gets out of jail. You're right, and, like, they just evil. And, and, <laughs> and I'll say this about the two storylines. I echo everything you said, and I'm going to throw the, the, the non-planned plan in here. These two stories have umbrella stories with a good majority of the cast woven in, and this is what it looks like when you actually have drama, in, in Cameron's case, regardless of the friggin' episode count. Um, mm-hmm. And I will say you're right, though. I mean, poor, Nick Newman is, is, is literally useless unless you, he was over there fixing the coffee machine. For heaven's sakes, I was cracking mm-hmm. up laughing. But Kim, and I also, I'm gonna help you out. I, I would, before you go to Kim, I actually like this moment with Sharon and Nick. I don't know what they were so married in this moment. I said, man, I think this is the first time I love Sharon and Nick in a while. It was literally a small moment. I'm not sure if you mentioned it. They were on the couch and she was kind of uh, panicking. And then I think he and then she and then he was she was like. What, what about that coffee you said you was going to make me and then he was going to get up and get it? She said, I was just joking. Like, he was really yeah, going yeah. to make the coffee. I yeah. said, Nick, are you serious? Well, it was even the little moments. At one point, it was either that one or another scene where she just put her hand on his knee. It's the little subtle things because they have such that hi- that history. You're going to make the coffee. <laughs> you, 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 you noticed that moment, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I cracked up laughing. That. Nick, he, 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 he jumped right up, and she's like, no, I was just kidding. I think he thinks he's the husband again. I guess he forgot he thinks he's the well, husband Well, it's funny you say that, Tia, because we, we kind of talked about, here's the thing, we kinda, he's so comfortable in that home, he doesn't live there, but that's his home. And when they had the Mariah, it's just the, the whole family scenes and the dynamic with Mariah and the baby oh, and the essays. I forgot to say, I forgot, poor safe the cat, the, the cat, the cat. <sighs> And I gotta say, I'm not sure anyone mentioned mentioned it at the end of the episode. They said no animals was harmed during it. Cause they actually showed no. the cat dead. I said, what is I'm, this? I'm surprised they had to tell, to say that, but okay. Cause people probably thought it was animal cruelty. cruelty. You know, people. Is there some insane people? Some people actually believe this soap is real people here. So I, I right, right. Said that. So I, I liked it, and I like how invested we, how much we got faith in the storyline. I, I love it so mm-hmm. much. So. I let someone else go because I could talk about this story not all day. These, this yeah, and, and of course, and, and, and we know, judging by the promo, we're going to have much more. Be another, another if you week, haven't yeah. seen that promo, Sharon Case doing her thing. Go ahead, Kim. This was amazing. I, I'm so loving the storyline. Um, and, and you're right. He has the look and everything. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I couldn't even imagine. Like, it would, it's just funny, like, if you, if you have a, a, a spouse in the industry and they're playing such a, a feeling like that, it's like, ooh, let me look at him side eye. Like, what do you, you, you just wish you could? Like, 
got it got me mm-hmm. a little wonder you know in real life it's just, it's just it, for someone to bring out that kind of character so well the way he is it's just it's wonderful and it's amazing and i do love all of it he just he's just he did jump right in, you know, just, just, just ground running. And the looks on everyone's faces when they even say his name or bring his name up or, you know, even if Nick is around him, you know, he just doesn't look like he is fearful. He's definitely being big, bad, Nick, and protecting, sharing the family and everything like that. But, I mean, it's just crazy because Cameron is so unbothered that it's not even funny. And this, at the mm-hmm. first I'm like, Nick, are you really going to hit him? And they hit the wall. I'm like, okay. So the fact that Cameron was like, oh, Nick, you, you, Nick, you know, you're, you're so predictable. He knows Nick to a T. And Nick should have known right then mm-hmm. and there. You know what? Well, I, I made a mistake coming here because he should have known. He should have known Cameron's going to set him up anyway. Cameron is smart and he's slick. And, mm-hmm. and Nick should have known that. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Nick, don't even act surprised. That chance would come and arrest you and ask you all this stuff. Come on now. You, I'm sorry to say, but you know, you got what you deserve because you know who you're dealing with. You know who Cameron mm-hmm. is, you know. So that was, just, I just loved all of that. And then the smirk on, on Cameron's face when Chance was hauling Nick away. He just knew what he had done. So now he's like, okay, good. I got him out of the way because I know he's he's on top of it. He got the you know, security, although he's still, you know, beating people up and getting badges and everything. So he's still Overturn, overpowering them, but at the same time, he needed this one person that this nu- nuisance in Nick out of the way so he can get to Sharon better or her family. And so, with the poor, oh my God, poor cat. Now, Young and the rest have got all my Kim cares. Of course, when I see Chuck, of course, Tom, yeah. Miss and Kyle, you know, and now Faith, you know, with the cat and Sharon. I mean, this is just, this is some good stuff. I was so happy. I was like, oh my God, I thought it was so sad with the, with the cat and it got poisoned and everything. I said, this is just, Obviously, with Kimmy written all over it. And then Chance, you know, my nerves, well, I mean, you know, we don't really know. We can't really say. I mean, you know, it's so many things out there, outside, that the cat could have injected. And this and that, I'm like, shut up. And just like, Sarah's like, the cat wasn't even outside. So I just, I just hate that. She's like, I know you're trying to do protocol, but no, this has Kimmy written all over it. So I'm just like, oh, my God, someone else is going to have to do Chance's job once again because, it's just, I don't know what it is. They just don't believe what's going on. So <clears throat> I just feel that this is just getting better. And I am going to miss Cameron when he's gone or Linda when he's gone. This is just, this is just some really good stuff. It's interesting and it's juicy. And then, of course, from the preview too, and Sharon was like, you know what? I think Sharon kind of had a feeling. Well, he's already, already, he's already proposed Sharon. I mean, Faith in the Park. So now she's like, you know what, go. I want you to leave. Just go back. You know, leave right now. I don't want you to be here, you know. And I think she had that feeling, like, you know what, he could do anything. And now, of course, lo and behold, from the preview, this was going to happen. So this is just some good stuff. It's good soap stuff. Mm-hmm. I like everyone's reaction. And Victor and Nikki, this is just, this is good. He has everyone on his on, on their toes. And honestly, compared to Cameron, Diane, and Tucker, they look like saints yeah. compared to Cameron. So it's like all of this, this, this attention mm-hmm. and stuff is just around Cameron. It's just so good. And this is my absolute favorite storyline of YNR. I'm so happy. I will always want to edge my feet. And I really don't mm-hmm. want it. So I know he's busy um, and that's great. But I hate it. Please believe I hate it. 
Yeah, I'll be honest. He need his own floor in the den because, man, this character. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. He, he had his own self beat yeah, up so he could freaking. Yeah, Daphne, where's he in the den? He has to move up. Yeah, a, we got to start a few We got to build another floor for him because he needs, he does deserve his own floor. <laughs> oh, well, he got his I... own little, he got his own little self-contained little cottage on the, on the, on the property. So, oh, good. Oh, <laughs> good. On the property. Okay, good. 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 Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Oh, yeah, so so much for the Newman security. He even knocked somebody's ass out to get the uniform. Go ahead, Daphne. Right. I've got to agree. That's okay, so what this is was freaking This was freaking brilliant. This is how you do a villain. This is how you do an yeah. unrepentant villain. This is how you do a villain who's been in jail and who is set there and who is plotted, who is planned. He's, he can't, okay, and I know this is going to sound bad, but he comes out looking scruffy, nasty, like he mm-hmm. needs a bath, like his skin, mm-hmm. like his skin. This doesn't look like a man who's rich and got unlimited resources, which apparently he still does have his money. This is a man who is just down and out, just creepy looking. And he played Nick like a freaking fiddle. He mm-hmm. played him like a fiddle, and Nick sort of deserved it because chances, t- chances mm-hmm. said, look, this, no matter what this man has done in the past, and he's done some horrible things, he has gone to jail, and he has been pardoned, and he has paid his crime. So we can't just all of a sudden just go over there and, and assign every crime to him, and you got to get out of town. We got to investigate this logically. And I was like, okay, okay, Chance. Well, let's see what you're working with. I'll, I'll, okay. And then when they talked about the cat, and he was like, and, and then Nick will say, he poisoned the cat. He was like, well, the cat could have ate something, could have got poisoned. <laughs> don't never know. You know, blase, 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 you know, and all of that. And so so he he comes over. He says, well, okay. So Nick over there, and people, the people on Twitter was like, I don't understand why Nick over there at Sharon's at the coffee house. What are you over there doing? He can't fix nothing. Off of those of you that don't realize and know, Nick and Sharon used to both run the coffee house. Um, so Nick should know how to fix those appliances. Nick should know how to pour the coffee. He should know how to run the timesheet. He should know how to do all of that stuff because uh, it used to be his and Sharon's together before all of this. So for all of that. So and then I love the fact when Cameron walked in, when um Chance walked in and he was like, Well, why didn't you tell me over there? You can't go over there and harass that man. Um and then he comes in, I got to come in, I got to arrest you. And he was like, Well, I'm telling you the truth and everything. He and I love Chance's comeback. Yeah, like you did with the Ashland stuff. I was like, Oh, Burn, Nick, burn. Because, Nick, you did sit up there and swear before everybody and all deities and everything that you didn't have nothing to do with, um, with, um, with, um, with, with Ashland and then turned around. You didn't want to basically, quote unquote, accidentally killed Ashland. Um, so I was, lo- I was loving the chance with following the book and said, I got, I have to arrest you. And now you got Cameron sitting around there looking, oh, and then he was like, I did nothing to nobody, person or feline. I was like, man, he's just sitting there rubbing it in. This is such a delicious 
at first I said it was going too fast, but then I realized we only got um we gonna we only got the we only got the actor for a very limited limited time, so we can't just be slow and steady with this. We got to go in. It's got to be dun, 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 dun. it's got to be fast. And Tia, you are right. You know you have made it to the top of the billetry when you got your own creepy villain music, um and it's and it's, and it's creepy villain. Music, yeah. you know something bad is going to be happening. Yeah, Sharon, mm-hmm. I know that you thought you was doing well with your daughter. For me, I couldn't have sent my kid off. Knowing how crazy yeah. Cameron is, I couldn't have sent my kid off. Even though we he's infiltrated the um the Newman Ranch, I at least did like Nikki and Victor told them. All y'all need to move up to the main ranch. And that's what I probably would have done. Because even though he, he mm-hmm. took out a guard, the more people, I'm not going to be sitting in that house alone by myself yeah. looking at people forgetting their keys, hitting the doorknobs, and all of this stuff. What they say, you you, you know, you, you know, strengthen numbers. You don't have to, if you're coming to get me, I ain't making it easy for you. You don't have to come through, you know, you have to come through my family, the front door. It's like we say, okay, killer, come get me. And I'm going to leave the front door open so the killer can just walk in the house. You know, so that's the only thing I kind of had an issue with. But then I, but then I understood when I saw the promo that was how they facilitated getting faith, and I was like, "Oh man, this is so good! This is delicious! This is actually mm-hmm. delicious!" All y'all other shows out there, y'all need to take a look at. And I know I'm gonna get some flack for this, but I got to say it. This is Mm-mm. what you get with no breakdown writers. I'm not trying yeah. to be funny when I say this. I'm not I'm not for anybody trying to lose their job or anything. But so far with no breakdown writers, Josh, you is what you is you is you be rolling with this. So I kinda got to say, well maybe we need to get we need to rethink about what Josh is doing. Now, we all know that Josh loves, loves dark stuff. We know he loves creepy stuff. So more power to you, Josh. Now, I'm praising you. I'm giving you your whole government name, you know. But I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying just about everything. The only thing that I'm not enjoying on Young and Restless right now is probably the Adam and Sally stuff. And if I got to say that's the worst thing on the show, that's actually that's actually giving that show a A plus at the moment because only one thing I'm not liking on this show and everything else I'm loving I'm loving all of the okay you got your big umbrella stories but I'm loving all of the little umbrella stories you know the little things that's attached to all of this and now bold and beautiful this is how you have two big umbrella stories. They don't intertwine into each other, but they do cross-sect with each other. So I can't wait to see this. And, Chance, I'm going to let you have your badge back because you was rolling this week. You was rolling with Abby because you you was rolling with Abby. You was rolling with Nick. So I'm going to let you have your badge back this week. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm going to say a comment on Cameron. I'm not sure. I I would recommend anybody, if they have time, to look at that Lyndon interview from – Dodgesser was good because, like what y'all saying mm-hmm. with his look, he actually mentioned how his look is. He said his look was that way because he was directing. 
So when he was, he was, didn't really care about his looks. So when he came on, one of the people in the room was like, "My goodness, you look well." And he said, "Well, that probably would work for the character." So he didn't. That's he didn't right. change anything. And he was right. He said he, 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 he said he didn't change anything. But then he said it was one day. I guess he was filming. He came home. He was home, and then Susan was doing her hair. And Susan says, "Do you want me to trim and do something?" I think she's like, well, "You my husband." I mean, I'm gonna need something. Goodness, do you want me to do something? She tried it. Can we can we tidy you up a little bit? <laughs> yeah, can we? So yeah, so he knows how yeah, to look can we, to, can, we, can, we, can we at least get the edges? Can we at least wash your hair a little bit? Can we get the You know, can we can, can, we, can we get you a shave? It's pretty sad when the wife has to bring it to your attention. Because mm-hmm. she's like, no, because you know she ain't kids. She accepted for who he is, but now we going on TV. We we got to do that. So, yeah. but he knows. So he, so he actually knows. If you go by the interview, he, he said the, the director. So I'm saying, oh my goodness, you look well. Mm-hmm. He said, well, I'm not going to change anything. But you know what? It works for the character. But I think he said he'll learn his lesson for the next role he picks up. You know, but it works for this character. It won't probably work for the next one. But I think mm-hmm. it works perfectly. It looks like a dude who's really out of prison and who that's good. So it's like it works out perfectly mm-hmm. for this role in time. Better so. stop by the bathroom before he kisses his wife next time. You don't sit there and do <laughs> no. But, I, but I, yeah. I really love it. I agree. This storyline to me is the best one in soaps right now. I am go- I am sad because I'm assuming mm-hmm. we got like two more weeks to him, so I'm devastated, to be honest. This is this is going to be a hard one. You're going to have to pick Tia up off the ground because yeah, I'm going to have a lot of tears. Hopefully the, the fallout, even though he's not going to be there, I'm hoping the fallout is felt for weeks and months to come with Sharon mm-hmm. and Nick specifically, and, and you know, and um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go from there. But I, I do feel like their two sort stories in general, um, I think, have more um, possibilities. Long time consequences. Long time, yeah. con- right. Whereas the other ones, I'm like, uh, you know. Mm hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because you were even with Phyllis come back to the, the land of the living, it's so much carnage that has got left in her wake. I wish she yep. did, and most especially with Calvin. We got to have some confrontation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some confrontations with Jack and Phyllis to look forward to. And well, Ashley, but yeah. Uh, so we'll. I don't know when she's gonna get back to JC, but I'm. I'm oh, 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 and you know, oh, I can't too. wait. To, I can't wait for her to have a confrontation for Phyllis to have a confrontation with the Victor Newman. Um. Oh, because he gonna say he knew from the. Well, no, because yeah, see, the thing is, is, they go each because the moment he go, he go trash her. He can, cause she can turn around and say, "I know you ain't talking about stuff, cause you don't know how do you think Adam got here? Um, from you out there playing dead. So I want, I want, I want it to be where for for to me and Adam Victor is the one person that that Phyllis can throw the balls back at him because. He's done some of the same things, and I just, I just see, I, I just want wrecking ball moments. I mm-hmm. want moments where I can call you trash, you can call me trash right back because I've done trashy stuff, and we can just have a wrecking ball moment. We don't get those moments too good on soaps. And for Phyllis, I want her to do the around-the-way general city and everybody. Well, not everybody trashes her, but I need for Jack to have some words with her. I need for Michael Baldwin to have a few words with her because they are supposed to be besties. And I want, you know, I I, um, kind of want – Phyllis to be saying, you know what, the two people who should have been in my corner, y'all, y'all chicken out, 
and I had and I did all of this on my own. You know, I just wanted to be where it's a good two or three days where I'm sitting back eating hollow popcorn and going and going and chatting to you guys in private about did you see this part? What's happened? This is so good. These are Emmy reels for a couple for a bunch of people. I was specifically looking for Peter Bergman, Susan Walters, and, and Laura Lee Bell, and then the rest will follow. And again, later down the line, mm-hmm. summer. But oh, yeah. yes, I okay. forgot about cricket because she over there trashing cricket, and now you guys some are trashing cricket. And I wanted to say, you do realize that cricket was going balls to the wall. Yeah. Because she felt bad about their y'all's history, she was going balls to the wall and getting ready to put Diane six feet under the jail. Well, you know what? We'll talk about it when we get there. But the reaction I can't wait to see is deadly. Mister, he got my heart. I can't wait to see his reaction. Yeah, can't wait for that. Please give me that we real just, soon. Yeah. We just need Michael Damien back for one episode, please. Yeah, one episode. For him to say, you know what I said in that memorial? I don't know what the heck drugs I was doing that day. That's that's what I was going to say. I mean, my goodness, uh, I just, he, she has, he has my heart. Oh, he should say, he should say, I was trying to console our son so much that I made a lie. Yeah, yeah, he can say my sugar was high, so I didn't know what I was saying. Okay, I approve of that, guys. Yeah, so well, so, I think yeah, this is, I, I, look at this. We up in the tin, we finished quickly, nicely done. Yeah, I don't know. Bold and beautiful. We have Italy coming up. Um, why not? We saw the uh, the closure is. so good, man. Alerts. Faith Newman is about to. Be missing and be taken by a madman. Bh, I don't know. Will, uh, Harmony's better than Will. Uh, Harmony's better than Nina. Mm. Jocelyn's a fool. Days of our lives. I, I don't know. Dimitri, something. I don't know okay, so Abe is still taken hostage. Um, and also oh, yeah. I got a comment. How the heck is Faith kidnapping Victor? What the heck are you getting too old? Are you, is nobody watching this mm. show? What are, like, are you mm. kidding me? How? She should have two bodyguards that squatting her to and to, right to where she's going, but okay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have a lot of comments next week, yeah. Well, and also, funny because... Candace... Okay, no, Candace, I, I, just, I, I retweeted Candace said she was out a little sick, but I retweeted her, so she'll be back hopefully next week as well. Yeah. We hope you feel better, and, Candace. And by the way, I need to do something before we get out of here. I need to wish somebody on this phone a happy birthday. It's a couple of days early. It's what is Wednesday the fourteenth is Miss Tia's birthday. So happy birthday, wink wink. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy uh, birthday to you. I hope to see. I hope oh, we to don't have And I'm so, I'm sorry you have to share a birth, birthday with a certain somebody, but. You know. Okay, but we have it. It's also Flag Days as well, so it's fine. There's a lot of stuff that happens on that day. And Good. also, let's for my birthday, I just hope to see more Dimitri. Yeah, I don't want to see it with Gwen, but let's get me happy. I like Cal Graham, you know, whatever the dude name is. So, yeah, mm-hmm. let's, let's let's get more Peter Port and I'm fine. Porty, let's go over here with that. I'm betraying everybody right mm-hmm. now for the guy, so let's go with Dimitri. Everybody, thank you for being here, and have a great week, and God willing, we will all be here next week again, and we've got some stuff to talk about, or I can already tell by the promos. So everybody All right. Later. Feeling. Why not say Later. Thank you for having us. Better by yep. than a country mile. Bye. Bye. Hey, son. So nice to have you back from college. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Whatever. So responsible now. You're even using Hannaford Rewards. Everybody's using it. 
Actually, do you know if we earn rewards online just like we do in store with Hannaford to go? Mom, I'm watching TV. Hannaford to go. Earn rewards online just like you do in store. So you do earn rewards. See, Mom, just another reason Hannaford to go is my go-to. Now back to the action. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.